0: Tomorrow's a big day. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be inaugurated. They will become president and vice president. Donald Trump will leave. And for some reason, no one's allowed to be there. There's 25,000 National Guard occupying D.C. And journalists seem to love the idea of 25,000 troops occupying Washington, D.C.
1: Hmm.
0: We had a guest on, I think it was, uh, what did they say, it's double the amount of troops we have over in Afghanistan, something like that. Or maybe even more than that, like 10 times. What was it? it? was it? Like, yeah, like yeah. We, have like 2, so we have like 2,500 in Afghanistan. We have like 10 times the amount of troops in D.C. right now. And, you know, the left and the right both think something weird is going to happen. Now, I've heard the craziest conspiracy theories on the right, and honestly, I just think Joe Biden's going to walk in, he's going to hold up his hand, say some words, and then we're going to move on. Then he'll issue some executive orders, everybody will get mad, and then we'll be back to bickering about politics. But I do think there's still a the risk of serious escalation because Joe Biden's going to be doing hard reversals on tons of Trump's executive orders, which is a 180 degree turn, which means that's a hard swing in the other direction, which is going to freak people out. On the left, however, they're seriously concerned about some right-wing militia, you know, uh, protest or insurgency or whatever. And as far as I know, I believe it's 30 states so far have activated the National Guard. The big news right now is that so far 12 guards have been removed because after being vetted, turns out some of them, I guess, are retweeting things they don't like or associated with the NRA. That's one report coming from Jack Basobic. What we can say is they've been removed. Many people have likened this to failing a loyalty test. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that the Democrats and uh, the establishment are that concerned. They've issued s- two, two now statements. One letter to soldiers saying, do not support Trump. Another op-ed saying, if you do, you will be arrested and prosecuted. And now they're going through all the history of these people. That's oh, getting crazy. We have a very excellent guest tonight, however. Probably uh, one of the experts on probably uh, survival camps. Well, I'll I'll just throw it too because I don't wanna I don't wanna downplay um, your credentials. This is uh, Steve Renee, COO of Fortitude Ranch. Do you want to just explain who you are, what you do?
2: Yeah, so my name's uh, Steve Renee. I'm the COO of Fortitude Ranch and the operations manager for Fortitude Ranch, West Virginia. We we are a recreational slash survivalist uh, community. Uh, we started in Colorado over seven years ago, the founder, Dr. Drew Miller, uh, began the first ranch, then he bought the property out in West Virginia. And then once that was got to the point of being, uh, up and running, then he hired me, I came on in, uh, to run the operations. And then we, this year we've expanded into Nevada for a third ranch and, we're going so to continue to grow and grow.
0: Are these like these are underground? Underground bunkers? We here? have
2: we have hardened facilities, but no, it's oh, it, okay. it's not all underground. We have everything from beautiful log homes to hardened shelters. It's uh there's a mixture. Do you have a
0: big beautiful wall surrounding the property?
2: Uh we don't. We we don't appear to be militaristic because we are not militaristic. We fit in in any community that you would if you drove by the facility in West Virginia, you'd never know the the building you would first see used to actually be a bed and breakfast. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a gorgeous log home. It's comfortable. And that's where the luxury memberships are located. Then as you get back further into uh, the the compound itself, I don't even like to use the word compound. That's why we use ranch. Uh, yeah. we keep ourselves away from, you know, anything tied to militias. That's yeah, yeah. we're about defending our own. And when that time comes, and until that time comes, then members are able to come to the ranch and relax and uh, So
0: yeah, the the big news came, I think it was October, you guys activated ahead of the election and that kind of got people worried. I know we talked about it quite a bit that you were basically telling people come on down to the ranch in case there's, you know, mass unrest or some kind of catastrophe.
2: Yeah, and we try we try to stay ahead of what's coming and I mean, obviously, we're not Nostradamus in any sort of way, but. Well, he wasn't
0: that good, anyway. Right.
2: <laughs> but the point is, you know, so we stay out of politics, but we have to monitor politics so that we can, you know, get the idea of what's coming and help our members to be prepared for that. And of course, they always have questions.
0: And so this is anything. It could be like a natural disaster, it oh, could absolutely. be civil unrest, political.
2: Yeah, we're, we are built to be able to sustain a nuclear uh, shockwave. Wow.
0: Wow. So uh, aside from that, you're also uh, former army intelligence.
2: I was. I was five years in nukes and I was five years in military intelligence. You, you, he, we, were, we were hearing some pretty crazy stories
0: just before we went live. So <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, stop talking. Like we got to, <laughs> this is crazy stuff. We should definitely talk about it on the show. So we'll get into all this and sure. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Fortitude Ranch and uh, it's a survival and recreation camp, I guess you call it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we also have, as always, Luke showing.
3: Oh. oh, hi. Hi, guys. Oh, hello. Hi, how you doing? Just stretching over here. Oh, oh wow. Uh, Another We Are Change exclusive t-shirt tonight, (laughs) which you can only get on wearechange.org forward slash shirts. Just a random coincidence. Thank you so much for having me on. And you brought up a very good, important point. If you're bugging out, you don't want to tell the world that you're bugging out. Also, it would be interesting to talk about your military experience, especially when it comes to the military vetting that's going on. But we have a lot to get into. So I'm really excited. I'm very happy that you're on. Appreciate it.
4: And I'm Ian Crossland. Hello. Luke is actually a bigger hippie than I am, even though I look, <laughs> I look more like a hippie, I think. Um, yep. It's cool that you're here, Steve, because we were just talking about Atlantis yesterday. And I don't know if you know about the asteroid impact 28,000 years ago that purportedly ended the last ice age. Uh, shattered over North America, peppered the glaciers, and then caused a global flood that wiped out an entire civilization. Is that real? that This is what the evidence points to.
2: Really? But I'm wondering... Would you, could you handle an asteroid impact? Well, nothing can handle an asteroid impact. <laughs> uh, I mean, we we couldn't handle a nuclear blast if you're ground zero. Nothing lasts ground zero. So the point is not to be where that's heading, and then have the proper facilities uh, to make sure that the shock wave doesn't do the damage. Could
4: you survive underwater if there was a flood for a short period of time or something? Yeah, we
2: we're surrounded by mountains. You just go up. Wow, that's
0: cool. Yeah. All right. Well. The first portion, we'll talk about the political strife, but we actually do have, like, the CIA released UFO documents, and so we'll get into the more weird and wild asteroids, and uh, it'll be fun to talk to you about the more, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say conspiratorial, but paranormal aspects of of the survival stuff. And that's probably not the right way to put it, like an asteroid impact or aliens or whatever.
3: Uh, if we're just jumping into the stories we started off with that story about soldiers being vetted from your military experience I, don't, if, I hope you don't mind if we were just jumping into it well not yet okay. all right, there's another oh, human being yes. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah.
0: oh, how rude of
3: me I, I'm, I'm so sorry the, I'm
1: here in the corner Luke's like, Luke likes to try to jump into things but I'm really excited to have this guest because I was psyched to learn about Fortitude Ranch and I'm stoked to learn about All the details. tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting context, too, especially with your military experience and everything that's going on, which is what Luke mentioned. But uh, before we do that, Luke, who wants to promote his shirts, (laughs) go to TimCast.com, become a member and get access to exclusive content because we actually now have two segments. We just launched the site last week. We're still working out bugs. There's also a shop. And if you go to TimCast.com and click that Shop button, you can buy your exclusive I Am a Gorilla t-shirt, which apparently Ooh. is the most popular shirt we've ever made. And it's not even political. I don't get it. But everybody loves the gorilla shirt. It's funny. And now we have we have gorillas here Everywhere. for some reason. Because yes. people just keep posting gorilla emojis. And that's become the thing. Thanks, Alex. That's <laughs> Well, we've made money on the shirts. I'll put it that way. But go to TimCast.com. Become a member. And don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and share this uh, podcast right now. If you really do like it, you really want to help us grow, sharing word of mouth, the most powerful way to uh, to help us out. But uh, let's jump into that uh, that first story. NBC News reports 12 National Guard members removed from inauguration duty, including two for inappropriate comments. The FBI has been screening all service members involved with the inauguration amid growing security concerns. They say, quote, we have two individuals that were identified as making inappropriate comments or texts. I gotta stop and just ask, like, what is it what does that mean? Did they did they make they post a meme of Hillary Clinton or something and all of a sudden they're getting kicked out? Well, it's
3: also stuff that they retweeted that supposedly is 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 bad content, but we're we're again getting very generalized language, no exact examples, mm-hmm. and we should at least get that with the latest news. And and again, it's twelve out of twenty five thousand. It's not a whole lot, but it is kind of
0: weird they're doing it. Yeah, I got to be honest. So actually, I have a Twitter thread from Jack Posobiec. He says, White House source, the NRA, Turning Point USA, and Patriot Guard writers are three of many non-militia groups on the list CID and FBI are using to cross-reference in vetting for potential extremists. Why? Yeah, what is that? Young Americans for Freedom? Yep. Also on the list, quote, they're looking at various TP, Turning Point USA chapters in almost every university and high school where there is one. For example, high school members who are in the future soldiers program, which is Army's version of delayed entry program. College-age soldiers obviously already in. Investigators also looking for the following in pictures. MAGA, CAG, apparel, Gadsden flag, Confederate flag, NRA gear, and Q stuff. I can understand some of that, but the Gadsden flag? I mean, at, at, at any rate, it's all free speech. Soldiers Facebooks, Twitters, uh, Twitter, Instagram. TikToks and Snapchats are also being checked. Units from deep red states, such as Texas, being thoroughly examined. Left-wing anarchist groups also listed, but not a top priority. In fact, zero have been investigated as of this evening. Leaders in both the Army and the FBI have directed to focus attention on groups with strong conservative sentiments. NCIS, AFOSI, CGIS also expecting to receive that directive from senior DOD officials in the coming days. This goes way beyond the inauguration. It won't magically stop after tomorrow. So this is actually kind of freaky seeing this because you've got Democrats concerned that someone, what, has a Gadsden flag. And so they're going to investigate people and remove them from their mission, if that's the case. Are we really at the point where, you know, we we had we had Chris Cuomo on CNN say we can't trust our military. I mean, I see stuff like that. And I think of two words. You know what those two words are, guys? Hmm. Luke's got a smile on his face. I was going to say fish sticks. I don't want to get <laughs> de- <laughs> I don't want to de- rank. civil war. Civil war. Oh, you and, like those words. Yeah, I, I, like those you words. know, I don't, I don't like those words, They're but there. Uh, I've been talking about it uh, for some time, and it started when, as I mentioned always, I was reading, and I think it was like New York MAG or The Atlantic. They did, uh, so, th- so uh, f- for you, Steve, I'll give you the context. There was an article where they interviewed a bunch of national security experts from various major security companies and asked them what what percentage likelihood they thought it you know we we were uh, we had for a potential civil war, and they said in the next ten years like the average I think was like thirty five percent or or higher some people said ninety five percent chance and then watching the escalation of the culture war and and the es- escalation of politics to this point where we had a bunch of Trump supporters you know storm through the front doors of the Capitol building, mm-hmm. I mean there have been people. Every step of the way, we've seen some some kind of escalation. They've said, no, 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 of course not. Well, now we had a retired army general, I believe, army, saying that we've not had this much security at an inauguration since Abraham Lincoln. So it really does feel like we are knocking on the door for some kind of major catastrophe. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean it's true. Everything could stop right now. Tomorrow could go off without a hitch, and then everyone has to s- slow down and calm down. I just don't see anything happening with the rhetoric from politicians, from high profile personalities that would indicate things are going to calm down. I mean, you got AOC, mm-hmm. you've got these leftists, Corey Bush saying, expel the insurrectionist Republicans. And so it feels like the, it's we're boiling over and we're getting to that point. Now, there's two, but before I, I want to ask you this, Steve. Mm-hmm. I th- your, your business thrives when there's, when there's chaos. And I mean that with all due respect. Like when, when the news is bad, people are, are going to start thinking about what they have to do to survive. Right. So, you know, with that in mind, I imagine you've been tracking a lot of this stuff. You're paying attention to politics to know what might happen, what people might do. And I'd be interested to get your thoughts on, on all of this and what you think it means.
2: Well, partly what we're seeing happening with so much of the military presence is because it's so fresh. So, there's always an overreaction, uh, especially when you look uh, in the political arena, because everybody, one, has to cover themselves politically, and then, you know, two, this really hasn't happened before, and it's shocking. It's like a 9-11 type shock to the country, but it hit so close to home to those inside those chambers um that's why you're seeing what you're seeing now will it go away quickly i would imagine it'll stay for a little while uh things will have to calm down because like you said the rhetoric it it's not going to stop now it becomes what will will it become a payback scenario for how the impression is of what was done to donald trump so are we now going to try to do that to joe biden uh, i
0: think yes uh, we've, be- we've had, a, I think it was Marjorie Taylor Greene said she's going to file for impeachment day one.
2: Day one. So, there so here go. we go. Absolutely. I mean, is is
0: is it possible we hit that ceiling where this is the level of tension we get, and then we never cross into that territory of actual disruption of supply lines and fighting?
2: It's possible, but what's going to happen now, groups are going to start to try to vie for attention. So there was a, there was a highway that was stopped by a Black Lives Matter group, uh which we haven't seen in a little bit, right that seemed to yeah. have calmed down, but everybody now is going to vie for the attention of the incoming uh, administration, and so the administration comes in with like a like a debit card of capital influence, and depending on how it's spent, it either will grow or it will dissipate, and so everybody wants to make sure the attention's on them so they can get. A piece of all that.
3: And an important aspect to really remember here, a lot of the left has been incentivized by making a lot of noise, making a lot of trouble, creating a lot of violence and then being heard. So there's also an examples of, of them literally looting, rioting and then getting their way. So that's another thing to consider moving forward in this larger getting, kind of political spectrum. Getting
0: defended by Kamala Harris and yeah. Joe
3: Biden's administration. So,
0: you know, you know, what's interesting is we didn't get this reaction when we had Black Lives Matter riots sweeping across the country. I mean, did you, you guys didn't activate the ranches when all those riots were happening? No, no. But the election you did.
2: We did. So the way we cover our members is there's a anxiety clause. So if something happens locally, if we're not completely activated officially, they can come, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
2: they're a member. They, they can come if something happens locally, because there's no way to predict how these things are going to go.
0: So, so if let's say like, so you're, you're in West Virginia, if somebody lives and say pennsylvania and there's a major disaster in their town yes they can come to the ranch absolutely because it's about you know their survival they can't just go anywhere they'll have somewhere to go right right on so i, I guess uh, you know when we're looking at what's going on in dc and everything that's happened over the past 10 years the escalation i mentioned that article where they talk about security experts giving their predictions do you think that we're on track for some kind of political instability i'm, I, I'm not going to say you know outright civil war but instability to the point where you will have your members coming in for safety
2: and security uh, well, so, so it, it depends. It, things are, are so fresh. Things are very raw. We, so we rate these things. We give out certain, um, levels for our, when we put out our newsletters to our members. So that they understand what the different factors are, you know, whether it be from uh something happening with nuclear to to a war, you know, all of the different factors that you have to worry about. And we have it at five percent right now as far as um what is the danger for civil unrest. And five percent. In the sense of how it would affect uh we're always looking towards the collapse scenario. Yeah. However, you get there probably through a few crises, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just like COVID. COVID was a wake-up call because we were completely unprepared. Again, it, that was a 9-11 event, something you don't prepare for, you don't see coming, and boom, there it is. But, you know, we've been talking about it for a while, and the fact is we're, we're talking about 1.8% uh, morbidity, uh, mortality, Yes. Morbidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Thank we you. go. Yeah. All the above. That's the nerve agent. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. then, um, what happens if that was five mm. we, percent? We'd already. This would be a completely different climate, and that's not even talking about bioengineered uh, type of viruses. It, it's doable. It, we don't believe that that's what happened with with covid but it is doable that right. technology exists and that should be enough to scare anyone you know yeah. again we're not doomsday you know type prepper people where we believe the world's ending tomorrow and all this type of thing but the fact that that is out there and can be released really should be an eye-opener and i'll
0: just mention too you mentioned the nerve agent for those that uh before the show, you mentioned that what you're, you're, uh, you were in, I think, Iraq, and you got swept over by Saren.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it was during Desert Storm when we, we finally wound up there.
0: So that, I just you know, want to I... give quick context. I definitely want to get into that stuff later, but people are probably wondering what you meant when you pointed your head and said nerve agent. Yeah, but,
2: if, I, if I get blocked in thought, it's, it's just the synapses is trying to reconnect up there.
3: Well, specifically what you were talking about before was gain-of-function studies that have proven to have no scientific basis at all, but it's pretty much when scientists come together and they're literally trying to create the worst destructive disease or virus possible. And a lot of times this is funded by a lot of uh, taxpayer-funded money, and mm-hmm. everyone's scratching their head, like, why is this going on? Dr. Fauci was a part of financing this, also in Wuhan. And just the fact that they continue this type of research is something to, of course, worry about which is why i think you're putting it I, in your it, tra- th- threat assessment
0: weaponization yeah i think oh, it, yeah. i think it, i think it's simple you say that there's no scientific benefit of course they they it's it's the new frontier of war right yeah it's horrifying what they have did i mean you look at the i mean mustard gas you look at sarin gas you look at what these things do to people agent is,
2: orange yeah mm-hmm.
0: nightmare nightmarish horrifying well the next level up is a self-replicating contagion imagine if you could make sarin gas but it would replicate itself and spread to other people well that's that's part of this research. I, I can only imagine that the military's got some crazy
4: stuff. Did you prep the story about the the scientist who said he had... Well, it's from The Daily Caller. The title is U.S. Scientist Who Led Charge Against COVID Lab the- uh, Leak Theory Admits He Was Trying to Protect Chinese Scientists. So this guy came out and said it did not leak from the Chinese lab, and he now he admits that he was... Trying to protect the Chinese Let's, scientists. Involved. So, so
0: we, we don't have any confirmation of the lab leak theory, but I will say it's strange. The New York, I think it was New York Magazine. It's always, I think New York Magazine. They, uh, they wrote an article going through the theory that it was, they, uh, I, I guess the idea is they were trying to do research on it, either to make a vaccine. And I'm not saying it's true. YouTube, calm down. This is what was published in a prominent New York publication where a guy wrote that there is a very real theory among scientists that it was an accidental release. That they were, they were engineering this for a variety of reasons and
3: made a mistake. Yeah. There's also some video footage going around showing how one of the scientists at this level three Wuhan lab was actually bitten by a bat and had had COVID-like symptoms all the way back a few years ago. But there's, as you were saying, it's almost impossible to prove that it did come out of that lab, especially with China locking out the World Health Organization for over a year from yep. even investigating the origins of this sickness. But but kind of continuing back on the military aspect, since you were in the military, mm. I really specifically was, was dying to ask you, what do you think it does to morale to be vetted, like we're seeing the vetted going on right now, and how is the political kind of climate affect the military and and how do you think it would be affected from your experience in the military yeah, you know
2: it's a interesting question because certainly during my time i never experienced anything like that we never had such heightened political tension that it was really a factor when you you sat around in the barracks or something it really wasn't you know part of my experience but i i can tell you from anybody who is serving or has served it's like a slap in the face i it's something you take pride in. I mean, I think it's one percent of all of all of the three hundred and thirty some odd million people. Only one percent serve.
0: Yeah, and I have to imagine of these twelve guards that got removed, they probably have a lot of friends who are still there on the mission. And I can only imagine they're not happy about being being removed. And I'm sure they kind of just say like, "Yeah, you know, that's the that's the game. You get orders, you, you follow your orders."
2: Well, they'll do their duty, and then, right? That when it comes down to it. They'll do their duty,
0: but but like you mentioned, a slap in the face. I I, I have to imagine their friends probably feel you know loyal to their friends. You know, someone you serve with, someone you know and you trust, and then they say, no, this person's not trustworthy. Get them out of here. And you're like, dude, come on, like what's 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 the what's the deal?
3: Yeah. Well, you're deemed as a threat for liking something online or retreating something. Now we don't know what was liked. The Gadsden liked. flag, dude. Yeah, yeah, the symbol of yeah. the
0: American Revolution, yeah. a symbol of the American Revolution yeah. is grounds for removing you from your duty to protect the capital. Said the NRA. People that have so, so that, is, yeah, part part of Jack Posobiec's threat is they're saying that some people who like posted or associated with the NRA. What is it's that, a it's insane. That? I, That's mean, crazy. I kind
4: of mixed feelings like you need to protect your military, and if you have traitors in the military, that's a problem. But assuming that these people are traitors is also can be a problem,
2: and that's a that's a dark road to well, go. That's I mean, that's a big word, traitor.
0: the pro- The problem is, well, I think the the legal definition of traitor is actually providing aid or resource to an active enemy of the United States. So I think you know, traitor gets thrown around a whole lot. The problem is when it comes to people storming into the Capitol, those people thought they were the Patriots. That right. By going in there, they were restoring the Constitution, defending it, and that the people in the chamber they believed were the bad guys. It's everybody's the hero of their own story. Yep. It's not so simple. So, th- so the, the most powerful thing in this whole situation is the media narrative, which is why we're now, what, two, uh, uh, just about two weeks out from the storm of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Capitol. Every day it's been like 50 stories in a variety of ways, many of which are just ridiculous, many of which just are trying as hard as possible to make it as crazy as possible. There was one story that came out where they said it was pre-planned and they were planning on capturing, taking hostages and assassinating these people. And then like three hours later, that wasn't true. We made a mistake. So that's what happens when the media is driven to pump out the most sensational, insane you know, media. And I think for a lot of the people who work for these news outlets, they're ideologically tribal left. So it fits their narrative and it fits their bias and they get to write about this nonstop and that it's it's everything they wanted. It was it was probably the one of the stupidest things anyone could have done is is storming into that Capitol for a variety of reasons, It's on moral grounds, <laughs> legal grounds, and then an actual reference to the political landscape gave the left everything they could have wanted. That there, I remember there was I think it was, I'm not sure if it was Newsweek. I think it was Newsweek where they said if Trump loses in 20, it was like in 2016. Say what happens if Trump loses? And it's a picture of a bunch of like middle aged white people holding torches and yelling and screaming, and they're like, that's what's gonna happen if Trump loses. And then Trump won. And it was the left that, you know, kind of went nuts and were screaming, and the Democrats went after Trump, trying to impeach him. Well, sure enough, Trump loses this time, and they got their, their, their prophecy fulfilled by people storming that Capitol, and they are not going to let it go. They're going to use it for all it's worth.
3: Yeah, there, There's a new video going around today that's called Hashtag Trump's New Army, Yeah, and uh, it's pretty much calling Trump supporters traitorous terrorists. Uh, Brett Weinstein called this out. I, I saw it from him retweeting it, saying this is essentially trying to get your neighbors into a civil war. So this is Brett Weinstein's commentary on the video that is making its round around kind of liberal checkmarks. Do you have an opinion about maybe what happened on the Capitol or, or this kind of political climate that that seems to be getting more and more weaponized against each other?
2: Well, we we definitely have entered into A period of lost perspective no one can understand why the other person feels that way and we we need to take a step back as a country and look at our you know fellow man differently because not everyone's the enemy just because they voted one way or the other i i honestly i i don't quite understand why the line is drawn so harshly the way that it's been drawn but this has been building up for a while um i mean the signs have all been there mm-hmm. uh but you know when you actually see it uh, erupt like it has then you know you you really uh have to understand that we're still the same people we were four years ago i mean let's let's all calm down for a second I, I think
0: there's a the, – the ideology is drifting too far too fast. Right. And uh, I think, you know, I, people call me – they'll call me a bias, but I think the left is drifting very, very fir- – I, I shouldn't – it's not necessarily to the left, but the tribal division is coming from those associated with more of the left faction, the anti-trump sure, groups. Yeah. The example I give is, you know, the journalist from CNN – I shouldn't call him a journalist – the activist from CNN who's now calling up cable providers and telling them to ban Fox News. Four years ago, this guy interviewed me about defending free speech. So he's part of this group that has just drifted further and further into the extremes. I'm sitting in the exact same place, defending right. free speech and all that. But I want to I sh- pull up this tweet from Brett Weinstein and get into this, and we'll talk about this divide. Brett Weinstein tweeted in response to a tweet from Don Winslow, who says, New video, Trump's new army, volume up. On January 20th, Donald Trump will no longer be the commander-in-chief, He will lose control of the U.S. armed forces and take control of a new army. Brett Weinstein says this video is diabolical, painting millions of citizens not only as disloyal to the nation, but as literal terrorists as it attempts to draft the rest into fighting their neighbors in a civil war the filmmakers clearly desire. I stand with all patriots against this madness. And so we have this. uh, This is the tweet from Brett. And then uh, it was a different tweet. So th- this is the video he posted. And uh, uh, I don't want to I'm not going to play through the whole thing because I think it's it's disturbing and it's, it's quite long. But it shows regular people at a Trump rally and says this army. It's just people who showed up. These are people waving American flags. Mm. What they don't realize or what, what I think they don't care uh, about is that at the at D.C., you had hundreds of thousands of people cheering for the president as he gave one of his last big public events. Then you had a few thousand march on the Capitol grounds, and a few hundred went inside. Those people are all being arrested. It was a stupid thing to do. They shouldn't have done it. They're going to get arrested for it. Well, so be it. But the overwhelming majority, hundreds of thousands of people, didn't do or say anything to anybody. They showed up. There was one guy who lost his uh, record record label, Budameth. What was his name? Ariel Pink. Ariel Pink. Yep. Because he was just there. And he said, "I went and saw the speech and then went went back home." There's a, a, a an intelligence, a psychological oper- uh, operations officer being investigated for simply bringing people to see the president speak and then going back to her hotel. That's how like insane things are getting. And so I know they'll say I'm biased, and they like to uh, uh, you know assign your your whether you're left or right not based on what you believe, but based on who you defend, I guess. Mm-hmm. But when you have a dude coming out putting a video up encouraging civil war and telling people to fight their neighbors, that's not coming from the right. The right is, the the, the worst of the worst conspiracies we get from the right are pointed at global elites, bankers, politicians. The left is targeting working class people, regular Americans walking around on the ground. That's why, you know, I I, I talk about this. We talk about civil war. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying it's a bad thing. And I'm saying so long as these people keep advocating for things like this and putting these videos out, they're not getting banned when they do this. It is people like Brett Weinstein who had Unity Party, trying to bring people together. Nope, banned. It's conservatives. They got banned? Unity got banned? Yep. why did why'd it get banned? No idea. No one knows. Are you familiar with the Unity Party? Mm-mm. So uh, Brett Weinstein is a professor, he's a smart fellow, and he wanted to get a left, uh, left-wing individual and a right-wing individual and have them run on the same ticket to unify the, as much of the left and the right as possible to stop this divide, and social media nuked his campaign. Just outright mm-hmm. removed it
2: yeah we're in a toxic environment and that's not going away anytime soon you know i talked about the five percent but that was of the day you know as we we daily update well
0: so so do you mean like a five
2: percent chance is that what that means right that in the sense of even what what would happen tomorrow so we're we're not activated right we don't believe it's going that's kind of high it it is yeah it
0: was one in 20
2: so you have it's the reasons it's the cascading effects behind all this it's never just one thing it's how this continues to build and you know i don't know how small or if there will be a honeymoon period for the incoming uh administration but
0: (laughs) we're both luke and i are both shaking no 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 yeah
2: i doubt it too because of this toxic situation and we're gonna get so no. many precedences have been stomped upon that it, there's no end in sight. Let me, let me ask you the tough question. What if you have
0: members who are staunchly anti-Trump? I mean, you don't, you don't screen people's politics when they- No, no, members. we don't. What happens if you've got people who are, you know, come in there saying Donald Trump's destroyed this country, the conflict is all his fault, and then they show up one day and there's another guy who says Biden destroyed this country, it's all the Democrats' fault. And they walk up to each other, guys got a Gadsden flag in America and the other guy's wearing Biden or whatever.
2: Well, if we have to come together, those things don't matter anymore. Yeah. Because things fell apart. And then people will get perspective.
0: I think that's actually the, you know, one thing we mentioned before we, talk, talk about, uh, before we started the show, you mentioned these silos where millionaires will get bunkers and stuff. I think actually one thing that makes what you guys do, uh, what, uh, what makes it work more than anything else is
2: you have leadership.
0: You right. have people like you who are running it who will, will be the ones to intervene and say shut your mouth if you want to survive stop fighting over this stuff oh,
2: absolutely and and see that's that's really the only way it will work because you know people try to do this either on their own or they try to do it in smaller groups but it generally ends in confrontation either financially or over how all this is going to work and then they'll reach out and contact us and say, do you want to purchase this land and stuff? Because we, you know, we no longer can do this. We wow. get that all the time because without structure, it's not going to work. You're talking about people coming under an extremely stressful situation. And if, if there isn't something already in place, it, it'll be chaos.
3: Now, um, before you made a very good point, you're saying that people just need to take a step back. I mean, that's something me and you have been talking about for years. Like, calm down, relax, take a step back, stop escalating these things, stop the cycle of hate uh, that's been perpetrated by the mainstream media. But it looks like we're definitely full steam ahead on the divide and conquer train, and there's no stopping it. How bad, if it would get really bad, do you see it getting? Because as you said, it's a slippery slope. We've been seeing it for a while. But the snowball that started, it's already getting pretty big. What would be the worst possible scenario that you would see unfolding from here?
2: Well, I, we're, I think, again, in order to get attention for an incoming administration, we're going to see an uptick in some kind of unrest. Mm-hmm. Those looking to get the attention onto them so that then they can promote whatever it is they're looking to promote. Right. So then that is going to upset those who are against whatever they are promoting. And so we're not going to see a lull. We'll We'll see a, a consistent... Uh, rebutting of heads <clears throat> and then it really depends on what the local governments do so much of this depends on what the politicians do it, it, in order to make this go away to a certain degree and calm it down or not so you had the the chop chads thing which you guys i'm sure talked yes. about oh yeah, you know, yeah so many times but so when that leader comes out and says the summer of love and she probably believed it. I, I mean, I, I have no idea, right? That was her perspective at the time or is was just something to be said politically. But then it, it completely collapses and it, it shows you what's going on. Now, I know that's been tried, you know, in a couple of different places and so other ways, but law enforcement already cut that off. They've seen it. so um, So we won't necessarily see the same things. It's the right. one you don't see coming. And that's what we're going to, you know, you, you, you gotta, they'll have to be on guard for, but there'll be things that'll take us by surprise. These people,
0: uh, these people who are advocating for conflict, I don't care which faction, what your ideology is, left, right, whatever, many of them, actually, now I think it's fair to say more so on the left than the right, they have no idea what they're asking for. I think with, with conservatives, you're more likely to find people who live in rural areas who have fired guns and who understand conflict and these, and these threats, not completely, but definitely more so than the left. Uh, So I I guess I don't, I don't want to, you know, um, maybe make an issue of it for you guys, but if you can answer, do you tend to see more conservatives than liberals? I
2: would, I mean, I say it would be fair from what, you know, those who I know and, when groups have come out, I would say definitely you you can say that it leans that way, but it's not a big part of even their mentality when they come out. They're trying to get away from that. You understand that that's uh, they want to escape all of yeah. this butting of heads and all the rhetoric and. And all the you the, know, the insidious stuff. talk, you know, towards one. You know, another. partisan fro-
4: politics is insane.
2: But it's but it's tribal now. It's beyond parties.
0: Like when you when you have two parties, you're like your party's wrong. Now it's tribe, it's like you're the enemy. And what scares me is I got out of Egypt just before they started just gunning down the Muslim Brotherhood. So you had uh you know, this is twenty thirteen, you had the second revolution in a year. And the problem was the Muslim, Muslim Brotherhood was the largest voting bloc. So they kept, they, they were going to win the election. But it was creating instability because most of the country was, to a certain degree, secular and didn't want to vote for this one faction. So a minority faction winning elections was creating this instability. So the military said, here's the answer, kill them. And that's what happened. So if we're really entering this period, and this freaks me out because other people have brought up stuff like this, and I, and I hate to even you know, kind of talk about this stuff, but if we're at the point... Where you have different sides vying for the attention, going out there protesting, escalating street battles. Already over the past several years between the warring tribes, not the most like you know insane in terms of the things I've seen in other, and what have happened in other countries, but yes, still death, still some pretty shocking and extreme scenarios. Trump supporter getting shot in the chest, walking down the street twice by this dude, and the law enforcement goes and kills this guy. We're getting to that point. My fear is, if this instability doesn't stop, do we come to a point where? Those in power just say, gun those people down. Get rid of those people. That's the wrong tribe. Whoever's in power takes it. No, you can never stop the instability. And the only way that you
4: could is if they became a totalitarian dictatorship that shoved us inside and said, that's no why, more instability. But that's why I'm saying will they'll always the- be instability. Well, but
2: they'll go for the guns before they start shooting themselves. Yeah. That's the only course that makes sense. Yeah.
0: It's really interesting to hear from uh, one of the common talking points from the left on guns is that you can't go up against the U.S. military. They have nukes and, and cruise missiles and fighter jets. And It's amazing because they've never heard of Vietnam or Afghanistan. So hmm. the, the government really does have to go after guns before they can do anything to lock down the people or be totalitarian. And you can 3D print guns now. So, yeah, it's kind of like too, yeah. if you have well, a uh, like a, a like a CNC machine or, you know, uh, don't, don't they have metal 3D printers even? Definitely. You can you can be manufacturing all this stuff very easily and cheaply. Now, a lot of people can hmm. not only that, but there's the, the, the what's what's the gun that can shoot one time before it breaks the ghost gun? There's, there's a, a plastic gun that can take one it's round and it, gun. it fires check. and then breaks.
1: I
3: don't know it if it breaks, but a lot of them do break easily. Yeah. Uh, 3D printing is not as advanced as people think it is. A lot of liberals think that you could just click print and get a fully automatic machine gun. That's <laughs> they, not they how thought, it works. They thought Glocks yeah. would not be able to be detected by metal detectors. Yeah. Because they don't understand what
0: gun parts are. Exactly. So they really...
3: Yeah. There's some guns that are made with you know plastic, but again, they don't last that long. They are very difficult to make. You can make certain components for it, but making a full firing firearm is very, very difficult with 3D printing, to be completely honest with you uh but i i are kind of jumbled a little bit but i wanted to get your perspective do you think that's a fair kind of analysis of of the vietnam reference when it comes to the united states especially in our current kind of political crisis do you think there could be a similar kind of um conflict
2: it's possible you wouldn't have said that again you know four years ago that that would have you know i think back it was october of 2019 when the washington post came out and uh did an interview viewed the the ranch um you know the very things that we talked about i don't mean that like i told you so in any scenario like that because this is just what we do this is what we pay attention but civil unrest we talked about epidemics we we talked about all these things that are going on uh and when the article comes out you know the the hatred underneath all the remarks and things, people just had could not believe that that could possibly happen even then. And now we're two steps past that. Now we're going to have a financial reckoning. Yeah,
3: that's what I was going to bring up because I was going to say we were just talking about politically and there's a big chance that something like a new kind of popular Occupy Wall Street could happen. There's a chance of that. But the more likelihood kind of scenario is economic that a lot of people aren't really looking at that I think is the huge kind of tsunami that we're still not seeing the ramifications. It's the
2: cascading effect. So we to us to reach that point. It's going to it's going to be continued lockdowns and or different variants will come out of COVID as we're already starting to see in the news, which continues this. It's this long process that wears people out. And then the, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back will be coming for this people's is, guns.
0: It's a, a perfect time for me to bring up. I pulled up the Washington Post article and there's a perfect quote for what you just said from uh, this is from Drew Miller. Quote, you know, people use the term civil war. And that seems hard to imagine, but what started World War One? Some guy assassinated a minor archduke. Stuff escalates unpredictably. Yep. And that's it. The straw yep. that breaks a camel back, you don't know what it's gonna be or when or how. I think it's
4: Oh, sorry, to no, no, no! Yeah, uh, it's it.
0: the Liberator. Was that gun you were thinking of? It's a
4: one-shot 3D printable yeah. pistol. And yeah. a ghost gun full, is a gun. Full, it's full plastic though. Yeah the, yeah. the
0: firing pit? The firing pin plastic too? It's uh, got to be the, metal, I think right? the entire thing was.
4: I don't know to be honest. Wow. Um, it, they printed it. It was like one of the first guns they ever
0: 3D
3: printed in 2013.
0: Yep. And it shoots once and then it breaks. A
3: ghost gun is I don't a think gun that breaks, that's... but I think uh, it 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 doesn't have that many rounds that you could shoot with it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. This yeah. calls it a one-shot pistol. Yeah. You, um, you have to reload. That's Put one yeah. in and it fires. Yeah. And, and they sure did they... break a lot in the yeah. early days. It was dangerous. Like you had to pull the trigger with the, like a with a string from far away because it could explode in your hand. Jeez. So be yeah. not careful. <laughs> not
0: reliable. And
4: a ghost gun is a gun that's printed without a serial number. Yeah, right. there's yeah. probably yeah. But lots of those. That, is, that,
0: is that legal? No, I don't, I don't think, think. No, so. you're
2: supposed to. No, do yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. was the Re- American
0: Revolution legal? Well, no. That dude. Um, what what was that guy's name in 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 was it Tacoma or Olympia or whatever who showed up at the ice facility? Yeah, yeah the the, guy. he had a ghost gun. Yeah, he 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 made a weapon and he showed up and was firebombing. Dangerous. And and it's it, it's it's all been this cycle of of gradual escalation that I think a lot of it comes from the media, a lot of the tensions, the the people being inflamed. It's crazy. It's it's not just the mainstream media though. It's social media. Like look oh, at this this clip player. from uh from uh you know this guy Drew what's his name? Let me pull it, that Brett Weinstein thing back up. Um, Don Winslow. Yeah. This, 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 what is this? Let me see what he's got. 22,000 retweets.
1: 3.8 million views.
0: Wow. 3.8 million views. These people are being radicalized by some random dude. Well, is he random? Let's see how many followers he's got. He's got a verified account. He's got 636,000 followers. Hmm. These people are psychotic. I'm sorry, man. I, 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 I repeatedly on all of my segments say, you don't want this. Tone it down. Stop doing this. Stop saying these things. And what do they do? They make more videos. They ramp it up. They go crazy. Like I said, man. If you follow all these QAnon people and these conspiracy things, I think it's nuts. But what are they complaining about? Global elites, the 1%, the bankers, the, the politicians. There are some issues with that, for sure. You know, some people get their lives threatened, and that's not a good thing. And there have been politicians people tried to kill. It's terrible. But these people are making videos targeting regular Americans. Just because they're wearing a red hat or waving a Gadsden flag. That kind of amping up is coming mostly from the left. And it's going to result in more extremism. In the, and, and the targeting of regular people. And I've seen it. I remember in, I think it was 2015, I watched an elderly couple get shoved to the ground, their hats ripped off and set on fire. I've seen regular people just walking on the street get punched because they thought the person was a Trump supporter. All this has been piling up. And that's why I've been saying for some time that I think we're headed towards whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Civil war. if you like to say that? Maybe maybe Drew uh, is more correct when he said things escalate unpredictably. and We don't know what, when or how. You know, will will be that main catalyst that shot heard around the world. No idea. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't go that far.
2: No, and you know, circling back to what we were talking about, even about that five percent, you know, chance that something, you know, can escalate and and that could actually happen. The idea is that's not happening tomorrow. There's there's things that are going to have to take place. You know, when I Before. say right, you know, calm down, folks. It, it's not going to happen tomorrow.
4: But it could happen tomorrow. Well, we get struck by media tomorrow. No, we've got 25,000 National
0: Guard in D.C. right now worried because of a threat of armed Mm. militia groups occupying the Capitol. There have been literal statements from individuals, not prominent individuals. There was one guy who got arrested for leaving a voicemail saying, I don't want to repeat what he said, but he threatened to go down and and do some crazy stuff with people. And, and, And they arrested the guy.
2: Right. But in order for what we're talking about to happen, something has to be organized. This, Again, there still has to be there are things that need to take place. I, I truly believe we're heading down that path. And depending on what our politicians do, it will direct that path one way or another. But then you throw in the media jumping all over it. It doesn't even have to be just for political reasons. It's sometimes it's just about money. Yeah. And it's just about the influence and the power that's gained over that. Uh, you know it, there's there's so many factors, but uh, it's definitely building for sure. Well
0: you, when you have Democrats, look, you had Ted Cruz and a variety of uh, some other individuals calling for unity, and the response from Ocasio Cortez was, "No, resign now or be expelled so if 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 the if the established Republicans are like chill we'll we'll unify. And the Democrats say no. And don't get me wrong; you had Democrats after the election saying, "Republicans, let's unify." And Republicans said no. So it's really just like incongruity. Neither side is willing to back down. And now that the media has been shoving this capital right in everyone's faces, it's crazy. There's a there's a video of a guy in a MAGA hat walking up to cops and saying, "Why aren't you doing anything? Call for backup. This is the capital. Call for backup." Trying to stop what was going on. I saw this on Reddit. And the comments were, whoa, a sane Trump supporter. That's crazy. (laughs) When you see comments like that, that this idea that every single Trump supporter is a a moron or psychotic or a Q conspiracy theorist, that's leading to this conflict. It means that you're reading too much Reddit. No, it means that you've got Jenk Uygur of the Young Turks doing an op-ed for The Hill where he said you have three factions, the leftists, the the establishment, and the right-wing conspiracy nutjobs who are all stupid and believe fake news. And I'm like, I wouldn't even say that about the left. I'll say there are prominent figures that are driving this, that are escalating it. But I, I I try to separate the establishment from leftists because there are leftists who I think are good people. And I think, you know, I disagree with or have bad ideas. It's about it. And that's that's like the old saying, you know, conservatives think that liberals are misguided. Liberals think conservatives are evil. When you have videos like this saying they're all evil, it's just gonna, it's gonna get crazy. But I, I don't know, man. You know, a lot of people like to say that it's, it's it's something the left has no idea what they're, they're getting themselves into because conservatives are more likely to be armed and prepared and know what's going on. But I'm not entirely convinced it would be so one-sided. I think if there really was some kind of conflict, it's probably going to be urban versus rural. That's like a big driving factor for whatever reason, different cultures. And there's going to be things that people on one side or the other side don't control or don't have. And it'll make things very difficult for everybody, which is why. Anybody who talks big on this stuff and wants it to happen has, has has I I think there's no idea what they're talking about.
2: Yeah, they're clueless.
0: There are some people who have emailed me saying, you know, because I've said this over and over again, you know, people who really want this have no idea what combat and conflict is really like. And I've gotten emails from people saying that they served in the army or the marines or you know, they've been overseas in conflict and they know exactly what they're talking about. There are people who are staunch, you know, believers in traditional America and and the Constitution and all of this stuff. And they're ready and willing and angry, and they and there are some people who have, who know exactly what it means, and that's freaky. I think the problem is then you're the left, which is the opposite factor, and they're just angry and they don't know what they're asking for, so the ignorance is driving them
2: yeah you have a you you definitely have a a combination um that is going to Uh, Again, I I always go back to what what the politicians do with this, right? It's not like they're unaware. And so what what happens to either fuel? We know what the media is going to do. They're just going to fuel it. That's they're in the business to do that. Whatever side you're on, that's how you make money. But look at look
0: at someone like Ocasio-Cortez in order to make money for in donations. She does the exact same thing. She ramps up the escalation, the tensions she snap back, clap, clap backs at, at, at the Republicans. Always the Republicans are the worst. They're always bad.
2: Right. Because she well, she's vying to get power, right? She's she has not been in there that long. And so it's also a power play on her side to, again, you know, politics is all about that influence and, and gaining all that backing in order to do what you think is right to do, whatever that may be. And, you know, she's not there yet. So that's part of how she's playing it. Well, let's jump to uh, this, this next story, which
0: kind of play, uh, feeds into this. We have this from The Hill. Hillary Clinton said, I would love to see if Trump, quote, was talking to Putin the day the insurgents invaded our capital." What? It's just ridiculous. But it's all about playing to the tribal politics and finding the boogeyman to rally their base and go after the other side. And the next story, part of the same story, is that Clinton, Pelosi, call for 9-11 style commission. Into the Capitol riot and Putin's role, so uh, there's no sign of de-escalation. No, I mean, you, you, no. we, we, let, let me read a little bit so we get some context here. They say there is strong support in the Congress for establishing a 9/11-style commission to investigate Trump's ties to Vladimir Putin and Russian involvement in the Capitol riot. In an interview on Clinton's podcast, You and Me Both, released Monday, Pelosi made the revelation. After the 2016 Democratic presidential candidate discussed her concerns that the outgoing commander-in-chief was compromised by the Kremlin. We learned a lot about our system of government over the last four years with a president who disdains democracy and, as, as you have said numerous times, has other agendas. What they all are, I don't think we yet know. I hope historically we will find out who he's beholden to, who pulls his strings. The former Secretary of State got specific, questioning whether he spoke to Putin. I would love to see if his phone records... I would love to see his phone records to see whether he was talking to Putin the day the insurgents invaded our capital. We now know that not just him, but his enablers, his accomplices, his cult members have the same disregard for democracy. Asked by Clinton whether the nation needs a 9-11 type commission to investigate and report everything they can pull together, Pelosi said, I do. As I said to him in the picture with my blue suit as I was leaving, what I was saying to him as I was pointing rudely at him. With you, Mr. President, all roads lead to Putin. The top House Democrat said at the outset of a reply, going on to say she does not know what Putin has on him politically, financially or personally. But what happened last week was a gift to Putin because Putin wants to undermine democracy in our country and throughout the world. We had we had we had the whole Mueller probe It was a 30 plus million dollars spent coming up with nothing.
3: And now here we go again. Mueller probe 2.0. I mean, this is just like QAnon paranoia level stuff. Conspiracy theories made up, uh, uh, pretty much suggesting that that Putin was ordering Donald Trump during the <laughs> Capitol siege. How naive? How insane? How uh, how much of a crazy person do you have to be to go there based off absolutely no evidence at all? Hyperbolic theorization of the worst possible scenario that you could imagine, but yet again pushing a very Russian phobic. Uh, kind of narrative, yeah. Russian phobic, uh, kind of policy that we've seen from from the previous administrations. We also have seen Mitt Romney call for more Russian sanctions today. So we're going to see another big pivot towards a very aggressive foreign policy against Russia, against of course its major allies within the, the entire world. And and why you know, isn't this stuff
0: banned? You know, you know yeah. who doesn't yeah. like Russia succeeding? China. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, well, they're,
3: they're, they're like in a quasi kind of alliance, (laughs) too, but they're also at odds in, in certain aspects uh, historically as well. But why isn't this paranoia? Why isn't this fake news? Why isn't this conspiracy theory banned? On, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. Hillary Clinton should have her podcast taken down immediately for violations of terms and services and spreading well, bad well, information that doesn't well, help on. anyone and is based off well, no well. truth at all with no evidence. We're, we're not at that point where they're
0: banning podcasts yet, but they're trying. So there's been a series of, of articles where they're like, podcasts are where the real radicalization <laughs> happens. And they point out that a bunch of podcasters had their YouTube channels banned or Twitter banned, but they're still on iTunes and Spotify. So it's coming. But the bigger question is, You know, Twitter bans 70,000 people for for posting q related content, not not even outright conspiracy stuff. It was people, I believe, for the most part in this leaked video we got from Project Veritas. They were mostly talking about the election, you know, voter fraud and things like that. So Twitter bans them. But what about the people who said the exact same thing four years ago and are saying the exact same thing now? The fact that we have someone like Jack Dorsey and Vijayagade saying we accept this tribe's unhinged conspiracy, but not this one to me. It's like Jack Dorsey wants people to kill each other. And the reason I say this, and and the reason why I've been very harsh on the man, is because I sat in front of him and said, if you keep doing what you are doing, you will create civil unrest and potentially some kind of civil war. And then I was like, I'm building a van, getting ready to bug out because of what's happening in this country. And they laughed and said it was silly and so dumb. And I got emails from people saying, you're so silly, you're so crazy. And then I got emails from people a year ago saying, man, you were right. And I got emails from people, different people in the past couple of weeks being like, dude, I've got people tweeting at me now like, wow, maybe Tim was right about all this. Yeah. When you have billionaires in Silicon Valley telling American citizens you are not allowed to participate in this conversation, but the Ayatollah can. (laughs) Chinese ambassadors can lie and smear our soldiers and they can post pictures of Australian soldiers slitting the throat of children. They can post that. It was, it was an artistic render, a render of it. That's allowed. Twitter allows this. And only after massive outcry to do, do anything about it. But they will proactively purge people on the right. Recently, there was a post from China about why it was good. They're operating concentration camps. And they left it. And they told these journalists, it does not violate our rules. And it was only after basically everybody said, dude, allowing China to post in favor of concentration camps kind of messed up. They finally took it down. They proactively go after conservatives. Think about how, how, how dangerous this is. When you have an American citizen who is expressing their opinion on their political preference, you ban them for that preference. Then you have an Australian citizen go on Twitter and say anything he wants, and it influences our elections, and they allow it eventually you're going to get a bunch of angry americans watching european, australian or canadian policies be running amok on in our political discourse and our news and they're cut out they're going to lose it we, um, we they, they already nuked parlor
2: right and that's that's one of the cascading effects is definitely going to be the assault on free speech and that is going to be one of those key elements that will bring about individual events that then build again to that point yep. where we're really going to see a problem, but it's interesting. So a point of perspective, having been in, you know, spending 12 years in the country of Belarus, which is just outside of Russia proper. Um, and basically, you know, it's like the, the, they have a very awkward, uh, relationship trying to be a small independent nation. But so much of the Russian news is so anti-American. You wouldn't believe it. It's everybody does need the boogeyman. Yep, and you know we are theirs, and it's sort of this frenemy situation. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see how the the incoming administration, what kind of relationship they're going to try to have.
0: Oh, it's completely, it's clearly antagonistic to Russia. At least it's favorable to China, you yes. know, in that regard. Pre- try and prevent war in the, in the in the Pacific, but that's not good either. What China is doing with the Uyghur camps what they're doing with Hong Kong. It is it is what nightmares are made of.
3: Well, It it was also officially declared today, this is also news that happened, that China was declared to be committing uh, genocide by the United States, especially when it comes to uh, the Uyghur Muslim population. So that news also just happened today, by the way. So we have the story here Mm -hmm. from CNN. U.S.
0: accuses China of genocide of Uyghurs and minority groups in Xinjiang, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. They say, quote, The genocide is ongoing and we are witnessing the systematic attempt to destroy Uyghurs by the Chinese party state. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said in a statement on Tuesday, the last full day of the Trump administration, since at least March of 2017, local authorities dramatically escalated their decades-long campaign of repression against Uyghur Muslims and members of other ethnic and religious minority groups, including ethnic Kazakhs and ethnic uh, Kyrgyz. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce it properly. Kyrgyz, yeah. Kyrgyz. The U.S. State Department has previously estimated that up to 2 million Uyghurs as well as, uh, as well, uh, as well as members of other Muslim minority groups have been detained in, in a sprawling network of internment camps in the region. Former re-education camp detainees have told CNN they experienced political indoctrination and abuse inside the camps, such as food and sleep deprivation and forced injections. CNN reporting has also found that some Uyghur women were forced to use birth control and undergo sterilization as part of a deliberate attempt to push down birth rates among minorities in Xinjiang. That's the level of depravity going on in China. So it is kind of worrying that, you know, you you have the Biden transition team, which includes people who have been favorable and defensive of China. And now they're trying to shift all the focus onto Russia. I I, I get it. Russia's, you know, we're adversaries in a a, a manner of speaking, but they're nowhere near as as big a threat as, say, China is. That's kind of being ignored.
2: Yeah, it's a... It'll be interesting because the real threat comes when China and Russia decide that they're going to unite, and then then you have a real problem. I mean, we have the safety of having borders that know there's no large army that can come across. But
3: well, those uh, Canadians, man, you got to watch out. But <laughs> <laughs>
2: well,
3: they started working with the Chinese military and doing drills. Uh, very near the U.S. border. But China and Russia have already joined in quasi-partnerships economically, also financially with trade, and also militarily by doing many military exercises together. Geopolitically, they're usually on the same side when it comes to Iran, Syria. Right. And uh, they kind of have a weird relationship where historically they were at odds with each other. And, and it's still kind of tense. But they do have a mutual common enemy, and that of course is the United States. so if there would be a conflict with one, there would be a conflict most likely with another in one way or uh, another with either support or actual even bigger presence of a bigger alliance together yeah absolutely well, and we
2: we you know we're powerful enough that we can defend ourselves right say today right now, but all, all of these internal struggles is what's going to bring others, and we get to that point of you know unrest or to the point of civil war well then you can expect our borders to look i see foreign troops
0: i was bullish three years ago i'm bullish now you know it was it was years ago i was watching the political tensions escalate between antifa and and groups like the proud boys and i was talking about my fear of a coming civil war and i guess what a lot of people didn't realize is that my experience is coming from occupy wall street I watched hundreds of thousands of people. I I, I traveled all over the country during Occupy, and I saw the anger people had, and it wasn't going away. It was escalating. The protests died down a little bit, but I could go around anywhere, talk to somebody, and they'd tell me the exact same things they were mad about. I watched the tactics of these black-block, far-leftist-type smashing windows and getting crazier and more destructive as time went on, and eventually got to the point where you know, they were in larger and larger groups. It, it became, they, they got, they, they got a new colloquial term, Antifa. They didn't have that back during Occupy Wall Street. We just called it the black block, you know, left or, or anarchists because there was no discernible group. Now they fly a flag. Now they, they, they share t- uh, similar ideologies. Then they started going up to Trump support, you know, Trump rallies. And I saw what was going on with Trump. Trump supporters were fed up. They were angry. The divide was getting crazier. And years ago, I said that, you know, look, I'm reading these stories that are predicting this stuff. Based on what I've seen on the ground over the past decade, it feels like it's it's happening. Then we get to the point where you know you have you have Charlottesville, and I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, man, this stuff's getting crazy. I feel like this th- you're gonna get a tit for tat after that. Then the media lies about what Trump said following the Charlottesville, you, you know, the, the the very fine people hoax that he didn't condemn them, he did, and that you should look it up, you should read what he actually said, watch the video, you'll be surprised if you didn't know that already. But then you end up with years of this of right wing groups, left wing groups fighting. And it culminates in a series of, you know, major shootings, deaths. We get um I mean, Aaron Danielson was his name in Portland. He's walking down the street. Some guy yells, puts two bullets in his chest. This guy is then, he flees the scene. The feds find him. They kill him. We're at the point where a random shooting occurs, where a guy is killed for being a Trump. We're, we got one right here. Here? Yeah, shoot him. Boom. Dead. And I, I was saying, you see what's going on? A year of riots, buildings being smashed. We had in Oregon, the the attorney, I believe it was the attorney general of uh, of Oregon, the AG, suing the federal government, challenging their authority to defend their own jurisdiction. It was the craziest thing to me to see Oregon's politicians telling the federal government they had no authority to stop people from firebombing their building. Hmm. And I said at that point, I was like, is this where we start seeing the states challenge federal authority? Then we heard from the Boston Globe. That never Trump or Republicans and Democrats staged a war game where John Podesta, top Democrat, Hillary Clinton type guy, you know, in, in her circle, actually said it would be better for the West Coast to secede from the union than allow Trump to win. And then Trump didn't win. And what do we get? The Capitol gets stormed by Trump supporters. I'm not going to pretend like it's the most egregious, you know, like armed groups were like marching on D.C. They're trying to compare to the War of 1812, like the British soldiers storming and come on, calm down. But it still is one of the most dramatic escalations we've seen in this. And if I was reading this stuff years ago, thinking this was going to happen and we're here now, I'm surprised there are still people who think nothing is going to happen from this. The media is going nuts, smearing Trump supporters. They're not going to just sit back and say, "Okay, I guess we're evil.
2: Well, so the question now comes to, will there be someone to fill that void? Um, Because I think part of the problem was I mean, there did tend to see be a certain uh, re- looking to the person more than to the ideal that you stand for. And uh, I mean, it, it's understandable if that's the only person you feel is speaking for you. So now where where does it pivot? Um, you know, as you are looking at, at the second impeachment, which probably the goal is so that he can't run again. Right. So you, you squash right. that. And then. Um, you know, all the talk that you've we've been reading about uh, reprogramming, and you know the truth a- and
0: reconciliation commissions,
2: right? So y- you you see that there's trying to be a breakup, right, of what is most feared from their angle, and that'll be interesting to see where that void is filled and who that person is or that group is. Um, before anything can really again get get that traction to do something that is uh, going to take this past a tipping point
0: they're they 're pushing more censorship you know we 've had uh, i think it was MSNBC host saying people should be ba- i, I, I don 't know if it was MSnBC I think it was uh cnn what well, they were saying ban Facebook outright. Yeah. I think it was MSNBC. Oh, no, I
1: didn't see they that. They were like...
0: Yeah, I think it was Scarborough saying you provide nothing. I could be getting it wrong, so forgive me if I'm picking the wrong person.
3: They might as well create a bill saying that the internet is only for the establishment left, and that's it. No one else could talk. No one else could say anything. Only you, if you have the special It'll... regurgitation powers of the establishment, you get special privileges. Just like in China, you have a social credit score. You could access certain things in society if you're a good little establishment slave. I was going to use a naughty word there (laughs) there. I can't, but I'm controlling myself now. I'm, I'm on Twitter right now. I'm retweeting a whole bunch of crazy stuff on Luke We Are Change about the insidious love of power happening right now with the establishment growling all over Joe Biden. We have CNN literally just moments ago saying that the side lights on the National Mall's reflecting pool are like the extension of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. What? CNN Jeez. News what? right now that. Oh, saying man. that, specifically David Callen of CNN. And then, of course, we have Lauren Wolfie, who's at the New York Times. The New York Times made a statement saying that they're going to be critiquing this presidency just like they did the other uh-huh. one. That's their public kind of word. Okay. And and then Lauren Wolfie says, Biden landing at Joint Base Andrew now. I have chills. She's got chills with a photo of 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 course the airplane coming in. There's this is a, just yeah, a creepy yeah. level of Yeah, this is So here's what weird. people need to
0: understand. The government is power. It's all <laughs> confidence. If if you have half the country not believing in the power or the legitimacy of of the government, then they won't have that power to exert. And that's probably why they're doing the screenings on these soldiers. Because well, these soldiers are, are Look, we heard from the oath keepers from Stuart Rhodes. He said that half the country will not
3: view anything out of Biden's mouth as legitimate. What
0: happens when soldiers are feeling that way? Well,
3: this is why they're flexing. This is why I think they have over 25,000 National Guardsmen showing them Look at us, we're the authority, we are strong, we are powerful. I think this is why the mainstream media is in overdrive right now, 24-7 nonstop saying, Biden's the best, he's beautiful, he's glorious, he's going to save us, he's going to do everything for us. As of course, we all know, he's barely there. He represents the special interest lobbyist more than even Barack Obama wanted to be represented in the U.S. government. This is going to be not just a, ba- a new no- back to the new normal, this is a back towards pushing towards a state that is truly uh, at a very dangerous point but moving look, forward listen, from here. Listen. What's, what's, the, what's the old stereotype of the, of the bar fight? You got some loud,
0: boisterous, arrogant dude pushing <laughs> people around saying, yeah, I can do whatever I want. And there's some quiet guy minding his own business, just sipping his drink. And then the guy comes up and is like, come on, buddy. What are you looking at? And he's like, dude, just leave me alone. I don't want to get into it. And it's, it's a stereotype of the quiet guy being the actual tough guy he doesn't want to fight he wants to be left alone let me have my drink you do not want to fight you will regret it and the guy talking all the smack is the one who gets smacked down yep so if they're coming out flexing as hard as possible it seems like a facade yep like there's they're, they're yep. actually the actions they're taking scare me because they have no confidence the fact that they would vet our soldiers the fact that Chris Cuomo on CNN would say we can't trust our military i'm like jeez dude they're scared issuing that letter you see that letter that got released that they it was a um who was joint chiefs, issued a letter saying, Biden, won. Trump is not the president, do not support him or else. Then we got all of the the living former secretaries of defense published an op-ed in the Washington Post saying anyone who supports Trump to, to keep him in the presidency will be prosecuted. The fact that they have to put out these messages, send out 25,000 troops, vet them. They are terrified that they have lost control and they have lost
3: confidence of enough of this country that it's going to create
0: real instability, and they don't have the power anymore.
3: Yep, They have everything to prove and nothing backing it. And this is why it's it's such a scary time, because they could be going for broke and doing unspeakable things. And just like we mentioned uh, before starting the show, and this is kind of the theme that we've been talking about in general, uh, usually the people who call for combat violence are usually the ones who have never experienced it. You experienced it. You know what it's like. Uh, is there anything you want to say to some of these kind of radicalized voices about you know what you see in a war zone and the bigger kind of potential dangers here?
2: Yeah, well, so you have the right the Xbox um player who gets this false sense of reality, like they understand combat and uh, they understand tactics and and they know all that with 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 a controller and. A, I think it gives sort of this uh false bravado and maybe a, a false sense of they actually think they know what they're doing. But, I mean, I, I doubt they've seen charred bodies and people blown in half from an RPG and someone they know with a bullet in their head. Uh, those things change you. Those things never leave you. And... While in a war situation, it's something you have to do, it should not be anything you're looking to do because you have no idea. You can can turn that television off and you can put that Xbox controller down, uh, but you witness and or take part in that violence, you won't sleep right.
0: Movies, online videos... They do not convey the true experience of seeing mangled bodies. And one of the most, uh, you, you, I, I think a lot of people will not understand it unless they ever experience it. They think they might. Right. They think they, oh, I've seen videos online. I've seen, nah, man, I've seen videos online. And I've also seen people, a guy laying on the ground with his lower, lower legs were roast beef as he was l- looking at his mangled meat and his hands were just not functioning, and he's trying to move it. The feeling you get when you see that level of destruction of a human body is something you will not experience in a movie, in a video game.
2: Well, it is now clinically proven that someone with PTSD, that your brain is actually rewired. Yeah. It, happened, it it's physically happens to your brain.
0: I can't, I can't even... Uh, there's the, it, it's, it's crazy. I want desperately to convey the emotion I felt when i saw a dude whose legs were gone and he was looking at them trying to get up and i'm like dude you can't get you can't get up yeah but people who who, who like these 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 lefties who go and play larp and they, they, these these anti people throwing fireworks and stuff man they, they they don't get it there was a video out of portland and it and, it, and it, it 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 was funny and it was sad but it also made me angry where a dude got an abrasion from like a from like a, huh. uh, you know where those foam expanding foam rounds and so they put a tourniquet on his leg
2: Oh, I remember they that. they
0: put a tourniquet on his leg because he yeah. had a, he had an abrasion with some it was some bleeding and they were, he was like don't I don't want to lose my leg and they're like we got to stop the bleeding man I'm like these people if it ever truly came to the conflict they've been calling for will cry so hard begging for their Xbox days back just yeah. to go back and have that that Papa John stuffed crust with the garlic dipping sauce just one more time yeah. they also don't understand what it's like to not have resources and to eat. Garbage and just man they've not they've not seen real struggle yeah. they've not left this country, many of them no
2: yeah, that's that's a again i I always go back to that that perspective, you know that pinpointed perspective when you have nothing else to rely on outside of what you've seen in a movie on television or uh, you understand i mean you can understand to a point i mean i i i oddly enough feel some empathy just because I understand. The cluelessness, the cluelessness that comes from a lack of perspective. Okay.
3: And we also forget how privileged we are, how, oh. how amazingly lucky we are to live in a Western world, to have the internet, to have everything at our, at our fingertips. Even though we're going through a very tough economic turmoil, we still have it way better than the majority of the world. And, and traveling the world and covering some conflict, there, there were some events and things that I've personally seen in my life that I just blacked out. I, I I know I've been there, but I, I I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to think about it and this is why I've been always pushing hey, let's try to resolve this, calm down, take a step back and and it and it's very funny because you know the the voices your voice, my voice, a lot of other independent media voices that are trying to bring reason to this insanity that are trying to calm things down. Those are usually the first ones that get the nail, that get the hammer hit on them directly by big tech censorship that is trying to silence individuals from even you know, expressing these resolution voices. You know why? Well, the people
0: who are, who are invested in the conflict can't have people begging, you know, everyone to stop fighting. I
4: don't agree with that. I think the people calming them down are fine.
0: The no, pe- no, no. What I'm saying is there are people on the left who want to fight, and in order to justify their fight, they need the people to fight them. So if we come out and we say, stop, stop doing this, like Brett Weinstein's unity party, they nuke it. Right. If you challenge them and tell them to stop,
4: they're going to come after you. But if you're truly trying to calm people down, you're not telling anyone to stop. You're creating something new. What do you mean? You're making a better place for everyone to go.
0: Telling people to stop focusing on the conflict and the chaos. is different than telling
4: them to start focusing on growth.
0: And that's what we do. Well, telling and, and someone the, to
4: stop is different than telling someone to
3: do Brett something Weinstein else. Brett Weinstein
0: didn't tell people to stop. He said, let's bring people together and find where we agree and do good things. I, can't, I don't know. I, didn't, I can't speak for Brett. They Brad. banned, they banned they him. They banned him. When you – look, there's a tactic among left-wing activists. And, and and I'm not saying this because I'm trying to drag the left again. It's because the right is not organized in this capacity when it comes to protests. They're not organized. That's why all these people from the Capitol weren't wearing masks because they had no idea what they were doing. And that's why they're going to go to prison. It's why when the Proud Boys got into a fight with Antifa in New York City, Antifa told the cops F you and ran away, even though they were supposedly the victims. And the Proud Boys said, we'll tell you everything, officer. And guess who went to prison? The Proud Boys. The cops said, we would have arrested Antifa. We don't know who they are, or where they went, because they have strategy, they have organization, and they and they know how these tactics work. One of their tactics is to purposefully get someone falsely arrested. They want a regular person walking down the street to be thrown to the ground and beaten by a cop. So what they'll do is they go to protests of normie, you know, college student kids. They go, they'll crouch down and they'll chuck a rock at a cop. Then the cop will grab some 22 year old woman, throw her to the ground and she'll be freaking out. Why is this happening? I didn't do anything wrong. Then once she gets out, because they bail her out, they, they supported her. They'll say, don't you see how evil these cops are? You should join our group. Shave the side of your head. Put on this black hoodie. We're the ones who saved you. It is a common tactic they use. Get people to be the victims. They want right-wing individuals at like the Proud Boys to show up and fight them. That's why I say it's a stupid thing to do and they shouldn't do it. They want it so they can film it. Take it out of context and then show regular people, see, they're the bad guys. Join us. We'll keep you safe. They, when the Proud Boys announce they're going to go march around with their with their American flags and their Gadsden flags, what do we hear from the left? White supremacists are coming to target minorities and racist attacks. An extreme Hi, uh, it, version of what has not having nothing to do with reality that's the propaganda technique so they need the conflict so if we're going to come out and say y'all you don't want to fight it's bad you don't understand how bad it's going to get they're like no, no no stop them stop them they're actually trying to get people to calm down that's bad for us well it's how listen to my point telling someone to stop fighting is different
4: than doing something different that they can focus on instead of fighting and if you're telling them to stop, you will draw the aggro of the elite, of, of the people with money. They don't want to hear you telling people to stop. They want to see you do something new, like write a song, or build a new technology that people can use.
0: I think ultimately anything that threatens their, you know, the their, their radicalization engine, or their tribe, or their their moral authority and justification—anything that ever. threatens
3: the flow. And I think the agenda, the narrative, they'll find a way to hit it. I mean, if you look at the YouTube purge, a lot of it first was independent media. Independent media was screaming about child abusers, radical Islamists, other kind of crazy people and individuals exploiting, whether it was puppies or little children on the platform. They were still allowed to have a voice. The first crackdown, the first crackdown came on independent media came on regular mom and pop small shops of individuals saying I want to be a YouTuber, I want to share the news from a perspective that's not from a corporate special interest. And the first censorship honest. was
4: on dudes that were screaming at George Bush saying that he was a child effer and a goat effer. It was that that guy, Philip Warren. He was the first internet censored guy and he was probably censored on in the right cuz he was Agro as f um
0: independent well, then, media they, is a
4: very vague term you can you can be agro independent media you can be creative independent media i think aggro stuff tends to get banned though it's
0: it's it really is a bias against the right and i, I think it's hilarious um that it's obvious if you take an objective view on what's going on look at parlor just totally wiped out it's gone it's obvious you know, you look at the uh, the channels that are allowed to be on YouTube, they get promoted. Establishment channels, of course, are protected. But then you look at left-wing channels where they're talking about Russia and supporting these unhinged theories, and there's been no, there's there's, there's been no uh, reconciliation, there's been no justice, there's been no I- I- fairness in any of the policies put forth by these platforms. It's like I was saying before, yesterday, Jack Dorsey is in a far-left bubble he can't see out of. To him, all of these things are normal. So when he sees a regular working class, you know, 45-year-old guy tweet something about learning to code, he goes, an extremist, delete, not realizing most Americans have no idea what you're talking about, but they're getting nuked. These these platforms are controlled by, you know, one of uh, a large portion, for the most part, of these ideological tribes. YouTube seems to be, this is surprising, it's bad. There's a lot of problems with YouTube and censorship, way better than Twitch, for instance. Twitch will ban you in two seconds for giving a conservative opinion because their, their user base is too left. And then you have Twitter, which is very left Facebook, which is This is interesting. I, I used to upload my videos to Facebook and I stopped last week when they restricted my page for covering what happened at the Capitol. That's it. And and people were like, I, I had people even commenting saying, all I did was say, here's what's happening. Here's a tweet. Here's what's happening. Here's the response gone.
3: Yep. I have a Telegram page with 5,000 subscribers, and then I have a, a Facebook page with 600,000 subscribers that, that was like that for a number of years now. I get more web traffic and reach through the 5,000 group on Telegram than the 600,000 group on Facebook. That's why crazy. we're telling
0: everybody to go to yeah. TimCast.com and become a member, because I fully expect, look, my Facebook page, it's over. Now, I can still post to it, but there's no point. The the the, the posts are all restricted. They've stripped me from monetization, which I wasn't really getting in the first place. I didn't care all that much when it happened, but it shows you the cliffs are once again eroding. It's only a matter of time before they come and say, "Oh, you're 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 telling people to to calm down. Look, we'll get to a point where they'll say their fight is righteous, and and you know, defending these people means you're you're either with us or against us. And so by by defending people by saying don't fight, you're defending them. Therefore, you're banned. We'll get to that point. It'll happen." And I don't, I don't know when, but I imagine it'll happen soon. The first thing they're trying to do is get rid of all, as many voices as possible because they only want approved channels. YouTube's wanted to be Netflix for a long time. They don't like the idea that anybody can start a channel and just share things. They don't like the you in YouTube, but they want to maintain the user base, which they have. So that's where we're headed. So yes, go to timcast.com, become a member. If you want to help protect us in the event that they, they, they nuke the, the, uh, the platform, uh, it's possible, and we're we're trying really hard to get like a core dedicated user base to subscribe, and then we'll put up more and more you, you, you know member only content and stuff like that. But I really I really do hope things that you know things get chilled out. Steve, you remember you
2: were mentioning that you guys don't use social media. Is there a reason? Yeah, it, it's uh, well as an organization again, we have no axe to grind. There's no benefit for us uh, in that manner. We, people who come to us already have a mindset, the the mindset that matters is to have a mindset to be prepared. And that mindset is more important than, uh, commenting on all these things that are just going to come and go on social media. What, um, you mentioned
4: your organization, like what's the organization like of the organization top down?
2: so drew miller is the ceo i am the coo then each of the ranches have ranch managers and assistant ranch managers we are veteran owned and operated so we only hire uh, former vets or former law enforcement we actually have two openings Uh, we have we're in need of a ranch manager manager out for the colorado branch and I'm in need of an assistant ranch manager out in West Virginia because we keep moving staff around as we expand. So you have the manager, the assistant
4: manager, and then how many people uh, potentially would have like spots at
2: a ranch? So we don't give out exact numbers for security reasons, but each ranch, you know, will round out around a hundred until we would expand more. But we try not to. We don't want to expand, make any one ranch. Uh, too large, we're looking for 12 across the country so that nobody has to drive too far in case of an instant event.
4: And that's because and it helps to keep it small for, like, one manager and
2: assistant to take care of
4: any potential conflict or struggle that would arise? Right. So
2: just the idea, you just to keep building more staff and staff and staff to be able to do this properly. And then you need more resources, more, more resources, more resources. So there's a there's an equation there that we look at as what would be best uh, fit for that location, and then we spread that out. What do the
4: manager and the assistant manager do?
2: So, uh, well, there's there's so much maintenance, expansion. Um, you know, I don't I don't do any of the sales or anything along that lines. We have a, a sales crew, but I do do the tours and I do the vetting of prospective members. And then when members come out uh, to use their free days, then I'm available to them to do training uh, to help them. What kind of training? Uh, A lot of the time it's with firearms because we have to make sure that we won't allow anybody to pull guard duty Mm -hmm. in a uh, crisis or a collapse situation unless they've been approved.
3: That, that uh, assistant manager position looks pretty tempting. I should talk to you about potentially <laughs> filling in that need after the show. Everybody else, stay away. That, that's, <laughs> uh, that's my so, job.
0: In the event of, let's, let's say there's a national crisis
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it deeply affects the economy and people's ability to survive. So they all come in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How does that structure work? I mean, are you guys the boss? Will you tell people? Yes.
2: So they have a membership agreement. That they read and sign, which informs them of the standard operating procedures to a certain degree. But the main point is we are in charge.
0: So let's say uh, food is in short supply, but you guys have – you're stocked up for a very, very long time.
2: Well, the key to sustainability is not having a warehouse full of food, but having your own ecosystem. Yes. So we have cattle, goats, chickens. We have not only our 114 acres to hunt on, but we have the national forest that abuts us, which is another 1,800 wow. acres to hunt deer, bear, turkey, grouse. And we have uh, stream right across the road. We have... Um, really good fishing in West Virginia. There's only one natural sand beach and we're not located too far from there. It's the stock. Plant. So,
0: well, so what happens if, uh, there's a total collapse, people can't pay their membership anymore, right? Right. So now it's just what? Start working, start farming, start oh, there's, hunting.
2: There's going to be plenty to do. Actually, there'll be a lot to do initially and people tend to be out of shape these days so <laughs> yeah. uh, i don't, don't know get ripped real quick yeah I, I don't know how much work i'll get out of them right in the beginning You know, but, I,
3: do you have I, horses really quick sorry
2: uh we do not on property okay. but we do have horses
0: i'd imagine that the kind of people you'd attract would they understand that if you know if it hits the fan they're going to start working harder than they've worked probably in I house. have
2: I, I look them in the eye <laughs> and i i explain what the situation is in order for this to work, everybody has to pull their own weight.
0: I got I to gotta ask you this question. The audience has probably heard me talk about this before, but uh, during Occupy Wall Street, farmland was donated to the, the activists. I knew several activists who said that they didn't want to live in these cities, and they wanted to go live on the farm and be sustainable. How long do you think they lasted after they went to their farm?
2: <laughs> no idea.
0: Just wild guess. How, how long do you think they were there before they said, you know? A month. Two weeks. Oh. <laughs> two weeks and uh you know the people who came back my friends were like i would wake up at 6 a.m and work until midnight and go to bed and wake up at 6 a.m and work until non-stop no chance to read no tv nothing it was literally just tending to the animals it was farming it was endless work and i'm like yeah that's called living sustainably
2: absolutely you want to
0: live in luxury in these cities sure it's not so easy when you're responsible for for everything
2: you're right and there's not only you know so we have you know hundreds of thousands of seeds to be able to grow each season. And then as you do that gardening, then you also dry the seeds of the, of those things that you have raised. And so you just have a continual cycle. Uh, we don't have to worry about relying on electricity. All of our, uh, everything is on grid, but we have solar on each of the ranches uh, that would kick on automatically if we ever lose um Energy and then the main fuel. When you look to prepare for the worst, is you need plenty of wood because that's going to be your fuel for heating. Every single uh, building has a wood stove and it's flat top so that you can cook on it. You have to think these things through uh, in order for this to now, work. Now,
0: now here's the the tough question. You might not be able to answer. Let's say the collapse happens and all your members come in. But then you see one day, you know, you guys are working, you're tending to your your animals. A uh, couple families look really, really hungry and desperate. Come up and they say, "We, we, you, you have to let us in." Do you let them in?
2: No, no. But I what if they? What? If, I don't let my kids in. They're not members.
0: Only members. Only. What do you, What do you do when a group of people come and they're 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 yelling, "We're gonna die! You have to let us in!" What happens if they try and run in? What happens if they have
2: weapons? Well we have more but
1: <laughs> there's your answer
2: <laughs> no and and i, I i'm joking it depends on it depends, it is, on, it's, it's it depends on the circumstances yeah um safety would be a priority for those who are members now as under a crisis situation you would you could approach the ranch but you'll have you'll meet the initial guard post and our members have to get out and identify themselves And those are the only people that are on the list are allowed in. Now, depending on the circumstances, as things go and we have an abundance of food, there isn't an epidemic. Uh, I I don't want to sound heartless and cruel, but that is the rule. I mean, I literally, when I took the position, told my kids. (laughs) Either
3: sign up or (laughs) (laughs) they'll come. Me and Tim have screaming arguments about a strategy (laughs) here that maybe you could help us settle. Okay, because I know an amazing community with special forces, Green Berets, preppers, homeschoolers up in New Hampshire, and I saw a plot of property open up. I'm like, Tim, maybe this is something you should look at. He's like, Hell no, I rather go to the middle of Montana. And, and I told him. said them, West Virginia. What are you talking about? Well, West Virginia, but also you made a statement about going in the middle of Montana. Uh, and I'm like, you would look like I a, said fit. a straw man argument. And, and you would We're, look The argument and, is West Virginia yeah, or New Hampshire. See, here we go. We get very tense when we West argue Virginia about this. West Virginia or New Hampshire.
0: Now, now I'll tell you right away. He's already on my side. He's in West Virginia.
3: Well, well I'm tra- <laughs> if you, if you have a community of, 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 of like-minded good people, would you rather have would you rather be on your own and look like a filet mignon steak to a whole bunch of crazy hungry wolves in the wild and not knowing anyone in West Virginia or would what you do, rather do, be <laughs> hold
0: on, hold on. <laughs> or Would you rather idea.
3: or would you rather it's have very, a good community simple. of people? Okay. That's
0: not hold, hold on, let me start over. No. The actual question is is New Hampshire a better place than West Virginia when it comes it's to It's not so
2: about what? the state. There you go. It it's all about location, location, location. Wherever it may be, if it has a fresh source of water, if it has timberland all around it so that you can hunt, use the wood. If it has the ability to have natural protection, then you could do it anywhere.
4: What would you? So do the, what do the, you mean, natural protection?
2: So we're we're surrounded by mountain ranges all around us. Uh, same thing in Colorado, Nevada's off. off and and obviously. you're on the high ground. And we're on the yeah. high ground. Yeah.
4: That natural protection being protected from humans.
2: Well, not only, but you do want it to be defensible, um, because coming over the ridges on all around us is, is virtually impossible. Uh, certain, not in mass for sure.
0: So my, my, my art, my point position, you know, Luke is defending New Hampshire, but my, my issue is the, you know, the, uh, the Northeast population density is substantially higher than West Virginia.
2: Yes. Which, which can be a risk, but you know, so. So for us as a model, we're actually located two two hours outside of a major city is the only way that it works in order to, um, and again, but the location has to be right. But part of the reason is there's no way, you know, part of our job is to help folks. So we, we have to be in a place where they can get to. Uh, you have to have a market um, for those who are going to be the most affected, and obviously it's the cities that are going to be most affected. Yep. That's one hundred percent. That's where yeah. it starts. That's where it bubbles over. I mean, it all goes from there. And I, the suburbs aren't much safer. Well, you still can't do much if you're in the suburbs.
3: Well, another important point: you don't want to be moving around when hit when ish, right. when Ish hits the fan, family-friendly show. <laughs> so That's well, the way yeah.
4: you phrase that, yeah, it so. hits the fan.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was I was talking to some
0: people who live out in more rural areas they were telling me that when the COVID thing happened nothing
2: changed for them. my yeah. life hasn't been affected one bit yeah, yeah. not one bit yeah. i mean other than me having a mask in my truck for when i go to the store or, you know go pick up supplies at home depot for you know things that we're doing i i don't know anyone who's caught it i i west virginia was the last state to have the first kit you know the first yeah, yeah ones to have any and and it's really not disrupted you know disrupted my life regarding
4: crops um Mm -hmm. like in right now are you guys growing crops or is it only like we have seeds and we will start growing if
2: so we have five acres we use for hay uh, to be able to feed the animal we so in order for me not to just be a farmer right now before anything happens uh, we have 20 head of cattle on reserve Uh, there's nothing around us but chicken farms and cattle farms and so we have a deal with the local farmer. He comes and uh, he, in the spring, he, you know, spreads the manure. He cuts it. He bales it. He leaves me what I need for the animals that I have. And he takes the rest to augment. Is, is he de facto part of the community? Uh, no, he actually, he's pretty well set up where he is. A lot of people in West Virginia are.
0: Yeah. If something really bad happens, these cities, what, what, I think it was Drew Miller who said something, 72 hours to animal.
2: Yeah. So- that's oh it, it yeah when it ignites again and i'm that's why i'm saying when all those pieces are in place when it does go up it it i did the tapping it, <laughs> goes, uh, <laughs> i was warned people but uh it, when it happens yes when all the right pieces are what that 72 hours to animal what, 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 um, what do you think is going to happen to new york
0: city in three days oh they'll start eating each other oh, yeah yeah
4: yeah, yeah. The, that kind of animal, I see. Uh-huh. what you mean. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah I it's just had a couple brutal. come down last weekend from Manhattan. They're they're running from New York. They bought land in uh, another state, but they joined uh, because of my ranch because it's so the, the,
0: the you're uh, you, you're also selling plots.
2: Yes, and we also so the, we also have RV. Um, we expanded oh, nice. uh, our RV. I am
3: looking for employment. We <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we have you know we have we're always looking on how best to serve folks and earlier there wasn't a, a large demand for the rvs but now there is after all that's been going on oh, yeah. so i had an excavation crew in there and and uh, we've we've done a lot of excavation to expand the rv situation and wow. we've already sold a, a couple of three acre plots of land where people are going to uh build their own uh little log home or whatever they're going to build on the property but still be part of the community wow a a dome maybe we've been looking at building domes You ever check out geodesic domes oh i have heard of them well so we're located right near the the, i mean we're literally right we got ridges all around us so the most affordable way is you just dig in to and all that land that you're taking out of there to build your foundation you put up here to give you a level space where you build and cool. so you can actually have your own you know small little bunker as you drive in you oh, already have some so cool. hardened security and then you go up to your home yeah we've been and talking then about you have a guard force all around you. putting like shipping container burying shipping
3: containers and yeah. using those yeah
0: cool the domes i think is a fun idea because it's like cheap and they're
4: super structurally yeah. sound right
3: we, and we could roof. build it we yeah. you, we don't need a professional architect it's just like literally Hippie bolting domes. down yeah, yeah there's for a for reason that. hippies Let's, do uh, them oh absolutely yeah. if hippies could do them <laughs> Let's Anyone go to Super can do that. we are hippies. We yeah. do all
2: our own construction, you know, we keep our, our costs down that way. Right on. Well,
0: let's go to Super Chats, okay. see what the, uh, pro- 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 uh, probably have a lot of questions for oh, you from gosh, the audience, yeah. so we'll go through them. If you haven't already, smash the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and become a member at TimCast.com, because we have a ton of fun bonus segments coming up. Probably some gun stuff, I'd imagine, at some point, because, you know, Luke likes guns. And- we
3: should make a trip this weekend uh we can we'll make, talk we'll about that we'll, make, that and we'll, make we'll a talk about video. It after the show we'll make, yeah we'll make a video let that this weekend uh,
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah go to timcast.com but uh let's uh, let's read the super chats Johnny Knoxville, who I I don't think is the real Jenny Knoxville, (laughs) would like us to know that he's naked. (laughs) Thank you for the super chat. I I appreciate you giving me $2 to let us know that. Live live
3: free and prosper,
0: sir. That's (laughs) right. Jonathan Galtarini says that Judge Preska in the, what is it, Ghislaine? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ghislaine (laughs) Maxwell case. uh, Hearing orders the unsealing of more documents, more documents to come. That'll be interesting. I'm keeping a very close eye on that situation. C. Miller says, leftovers from yesterday. I also have a Smith and Wesson victory. A lot of 22 pistols get failure to eject because they have stiff recoil springs. Use CCI high velocity in all 22 semi-autos. Works like a charm. That's it. That, that, that was a problem we had. We, we were taking the, the victory to the range and it wasn't ejecting properly. So I was getting jammed. It's annoying. Probably lost some, uh, a ton of good 22 that way. Redacted says, Me and the boys updating our Twitter bios to add resist, not my president after tomorrow night. <laughs> the new resistance is here. Yes. Can we can we take back resistance? Yes, we can. Joe Spitali says, Have any of you seen the anime Fully Coolie? Spoilers, it ends with a giant weapon used to iron out the wrinkles in your brain so you can't Jeez. think. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's a it's a great show. It's only, I think, what, six episodes? Or is it four episodes? Six? I think it's six. Short, short. Know. Yeah, and then they tried doing a sequel, which was kind of just derivative and I uh, this is so dumb. Dan N says, We are in Canada watching your country biting our fingernails. Jeez. You know what's fun about Canada? Poutine.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Yes. Oh, and then fresh curd cheese. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
0: But I went to a poutine restaurant, and it's not just curds and gravy. They had all different kinds. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. I used to
4: work at a French Canadian
0: restaurant. And so we many ordered years. like three different kinds, and I'm like, That's a lot of potato.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were all Canucks up there in New Hampshire. Mm. We love it.
0: Graeme Wilson says, recently you've made a few statements on what you believe National Guardsmen reactions would be in regards to everything that is happening. I'm a filmmaker and former National Guardsman of 12 years, and I'd love to help inform. Hit me up.
1: Can I talk about this real fast? Because I actually asked a couple of my sources. I was like, what is the morale level there in D.C.? And the response that I got was they're just confused. They don't really know why they're there, and they don't really know what's going on. And I was like, yeah, it's consistent with what every single person.
4: Did they get called up? Like, were they in the reserve,
0: and they were just all stood down, and they got called up?
1: I believe so. I
2: read it was from all 50 states
0: as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got one for Luke. Bruce, the boss, Brooks, says, Luke, I'm waiting for that how many lick and fraudulent slip t-shirt.
3: Ah, (laughs) yeah. That's great ideas. I've gotten, like, a hundred emails from people about alternatives Thank you guys so much. Oh. So, oh, right so far, on. all the sto- you know all the shirts are still on forward slash shirts But if that changes, it's still going to be the same URL. But I'm looking at changing. And thank you, really great advice. Oh, let's see.
0: Kawi writer says, Tell the truth, he really works for Vault Tech. <laughs> you're, so you're familiar with Fallout? I am. <laughs> yeah. I am. So, uh, your facility, which experiment are you running on your? I'm just kidding. Well. Cryo Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those that aren't familiar with the Fallout series, there was a bunch of vaults made by the Vault Tech Corporation and the government. But they were actually running experiments on the people who were seeking shelter. Some
4: of them were. Some vaults well, there were was, specifically for experiments, actually.
0: Yeah, but I think there's only, like, one. No, no, no. There was there was some that were legitimate sh- shelters, but a lot of them were doing experiments. There was, uh, I think it was Vault 69 was 99 men and one woman, I think it was. Or no, no, was that was oh, 99 wow. women and one man? I don't know. Probably there, that. And then there was one where they used the forced evolutionary virus on people and turned them into mutants. Fallout's a fun game. Vaults are cool. Do you guys build vaults? Is that stuff you even talk about publicly, like your underground network?
2: Well, it's eight inches of reinforced concrete covered with steel plating, three foot of earth.
0: Wait, wait, you actually have those?
2: Yeah. Wow. 120 foot long, one of them. Do you ever do
4: like tours of them or do you keep them? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. We do.
0: Like that you would post online? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Top secret. And the locations are secret too, aren't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that's rad. Cool. Cool stuff. Let's see what we got here. Daniel Maxwell says, if what is happening to the National Guard personnel right now, does not set off warning alarms, then you need to go very close look at what happened in Germany when Hitler took over, in Russia under Stalin, and in China under Mao, repeating history again. You know, I think what happens is these people in power are scared they're losing the confidence of the people. And that's all government is. If people have no confidence in you, they're not going to listen. I will say I like
4: that phrase, repeating history again.
0: Well, they say history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Alberto Rio says, I understand that uh, uh, I understand this is a little late since this is more of a question that should have been asked on your last show. Have any of these business owners looked into 18 USC 242 when fighting these unconstitutional orders from governors? We'll have to ask them uh, next time, I suppose. Caper 2X says, when the saucers land on the mall, we will wish for more troops and forget what we do (laughs) if they demand to cook and eat our leaders. Wait, so that's why Trump is leaving early. Mm. LOL. Yes, the oh, aliens are coming. We didn't get to the CIA segment, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> the Wolf Shark says, Y'all might be interested in contacting Gary Anderson for the show. He is the cop that got fired from, from Portland oh. for speaking against lockdowns a few months ago and started the podcast Endless Endeavor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's oh, I'm cool. I'm writing this down. Um, you, you, you're you're going to love this one. Larry Goddard says, You're Heisenberg. Have you heard <laughs> that one before? <laughs> <laughs> I when that. I was in Belarus, I was Lenin. They I looked like <laughs> Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Hall says, Ah, S. Get your Tim Foyle hats here. Released from the lab. Look at patents. (laughs) Michael Dodson says, My girlfriend works in healthcare, and they received an email today telling them to be prepared for curfews and to pack go bags to last multiple days. They're located well outside the D.C. Beltway. Interesting. Hyperbole. Count Ludwig says, Police state is here. As a historian, I think that peaceful secession of liberty-minded states probably only way out of tyranny or civil war. It can be done. Norway seceded from Sweden peacefully in the early 1900s. Really? I didn't know that. Not enough, not enough. I thought it was one, two different countries. Petty says, Tim, I will buy all of your 9x18. There is nothing on shelves for my PMM down here. No way. I just Someone sent me an email for a Czechoslovakian gun, and I got it ordered. So my Snap. previously right. useless Makarov 9mm will be uh, fun. Can not you not get more of that Makarov 9mm? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I don't I, I, I remember what happened, but I was, was not paying attention, and I just bought a bunch. And the, and, the, and the dudes were cool about it. They were like, we get it. You probably made a mistake. Most people don't realize this. I was like, I'm keeping it. Yeah, <laughs> Can't have it's it, more man. valuable than the gun. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, the the ammo's is harder 100%. to find than the weapon. Yeah. Dude, I'm and seeing... It's
2: barter for the future.
0: Yeah,
3: that's yeah. Right. Well, that's why I like common calibers and common guns like Glocks, because everyone has them. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of pieces. Anything goes wrong, you'll be able to fix it. You'll be able to trade it. And all the customo- customizable parts are very cheap compared to the rarer guns.
0: Oh, it's interesting. Uh, so, continuing from the comment about Norway Count Ludwig says and some of the nations in the USSR such as such as Estonia and Latvia gained their freedom in 1989 by literally holding hands and singing songs just Mm -hmm. a few years ago Scotland almost left the UK by voting that's right
1: singing revolution in Estonia I mean honestly
0: I really do think we're at at a point in, in history that if say Texas or California voted outright overwhelmingly within their state to secede the US would do nothing it would, no it,
4: way. Yep. Yeah, do not be wow. surrounded by federal nope. troops. It'd be invaded in nope. every corner. They'd have their power shut off. The they'd have their the problem. Scotland the was conquered.
0: The and problem they, and they're is voting Fort to leave. Hood,
2: Texas, the largest right. military base in the free world. With San Diego. Three, three divisions. There's
4: the naval base in San Diego. They wouldn't let that go. It's too. What the would Coastal they do? fortresses what would they do? of San Francisco. What would they, they do? They would invade it? They would massacre the leadership and put new leadership in. Then why
0: is Scotland allowed to have these referendums? Scotland's Scotland was, part of
4: the British Empire. They, was, they haven't left, and if they tried, we probably would have saw a conflict.
0: What do you, what do you, what do you I mean? mean? They're voting on it. They, they're, they're talking about doing it now. There's memes let's, about let's Scotland see, wanting to leave L- the UK wait, but join the EU.
4: Let's wait and see. U.S. is the most militarized country in the world. I cannot fathom them letting go of their of their resources I think, right now.
0: Yeah, but I just yeah. think we're 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 well beyond the point where people support. That kind of action. It was easy to do back in the day when no one knew about it. Yeah, but do you support 25,000 troops in D.C.? No. Who does? Exactly. Yeah, but they're doing it anyway. But it's causing problems. Of course. You see, it's it's actually, sh- people are talking about how it's showing them to be weak, and it's worrying. It's a, it's there's, there's a lack of confidence in what they're doing. They're trying to make people think they're strong. That's scary. Smash that like button if you haven't already, <laughs> and let's read some more <laughs> Super Chats. Cheerful. All right, let's see what we got here. Control alt right says, no, you can't CNC a gun cheap or easy coming from a guy who knows. Interesting. Mad says, hey, Tim, a few weeks ago, my uncle and I were talking about the Proud Boys. Fifteen minutes later, he asked if I was a Proud Boy. Jokingly, I responded, oh, for sure. Then my headphones Siri said, I figured I threw my phone. (laughs) That's weird.
4: That's weird.
0: Anthony Picas says, there is no issue with creating a gun with no serial number. It just has to be serialized before you sell it to someone else. Oh. Yeah, a bunch of people are saying this. Ed Mazette says, ghost guns are legal. Also, you guys are horribly outdated on your 3D printed gun knowledge. Look up the FGC9. You want to look that up?
3: FGC9. I wrote that down. Nice.
0: Ryan Berkabile says, weird boys podcast on YouTube and Facebook. We will talk anything paranormal, cryptid, and most conspiracy. You guys rock. Appreciate it. We'll get more into that as we're we're getting away from, you know, we'll we'll see how things go with politics. But uh, we'll get more into it. Gareth Green says, I grew up on the religious right, and I thought the Democrats were the enemy in the 90s. Interesting. Helpless Gazelle says, I'm a veteran with the Gadsden flag on my backpack. Am I a threat now? I served my country honorably. Some states even offer it as a license plate. That's crazy. You can get the Gadsden flag on your license plate when you go and you say, I'll I'll take that one. And now they're saying that's a sign of you. That's crazy. John Hutto says, you can make a gun without a serial number, but you cannot transfer it to anyone. It is yours and yours alone Forever can't even have someone repair it for you. Liberator has many design iterations that have improved in many ways. Interesting. Yeah. Another person mentions, George Pumphrey says, control is over FGC9 with a simple 3D printer.
3: Wow. I'm looking at uh, FGC9. It actually stands for uh, F, gun control. F, as in fornicating (laughs) under the king's crown. And uh, it it looks pretty serious. Uh, The barrel looks metallic, but um I, there's different variations there's also it looks like nails metal nails that that are commonly used that you could use so it's 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 a counterpart but I'm reading up on this it's, I I read uh, that interesting you, think
0: yeah you still need like a metal barrel
3: I th- yeah yeah that's that's what this model that I'm looking at uh I think has yeah. specifically in there What's a ca- so that's what we're What's a carbine at right
4: now. it's a carbine what does that
3: mean Well well it's like a specific um you know you know like a smaller firearm um i don't know how how would you describe yeah, it it's a, like a, it's cost- a classification yeah yeah does yeah. it mean, yeah. It's mean it's smaller than, than a normal
4: us? type of weapon of that time no i mean i can look it up yeah. but it's a semi-automatic pistol caliber carbine the fgc20 i'm sure someone will super FGC chat us giving rather. us the breakdown yes. yeah. of what a carbine is yeah.
0: I'm 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 not a gun expert by any stretch of the imagination so i'm not even going to try Fubadoo, sa- that's a good name, oh, says what? ghost guns are in fact legal <laughs> federally. Check state laws. Some do ban them. Search for deterrence dispensed to find out more about 3D printed guns. They have advanced quite a bit and last thousands of rounds. Really? That's crazy. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I remember the defense distributed stuff years ago, so I'm definitely outdated on all that stuff.
4: This says carbine is a
0: short-barreled rifle. There you that's go. That's all. It just means yeah, short do, do you have uh, 3D printers at uh, in your facilities? No. I think you should get them. I think. You know, it's, you can print like really simple thing, like knobs and hinges, maybe like missing parts for something, something breaks, repairs. So it's pretty handy, pretty easy stuff. Although I guess you need someone to be able to do like the CAD stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like 3D printing.
4: Yeah, kind of. But once you figure it out, it's actually very simple. Download a a file, hit go. Yeah. Maybe you need a nozzle
0: or some kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, component that isn't made anymore. Mark Wolf says this practice of rhetoric is old and reliable. Sadly, we haven't changed much much aristo wise uh aristo wisely defined rhetoric to be a science to persuade the people socrates and plato an art to flatter and deceive interesting gareth green says remember when they called benghazi a partisan witch hunt oh yeah archangel says i got banned on twitter for sharing video of democrats calling for more riots said it was for posting spam you know there you go Hmm. Keith Reyes says, Tim, it is 100% legal to build a, build a non-serialed firearm. Hence, 80% lowers for AR-15s and polymer 80 builds for Glock, SIG-style pistols. What is illegal is for a person uh, person to sell a non-serialed firearm. That's really crazy. We've got 3D printers. Are we really? We'll, we'll, we'll look into this and make we have sure we want. Yeah,
4: we need a metal 3D printer, though.
0: But that's, that's metal? That's like an industrial thing, right? Yeah, it would be yeah. a big one. Printing molten steel or something or Ooh, molten metals? No. All right, then. I don't know about that. Maybe a CNC machine. Yeah, I've I I knew a dude who had a big one. It was cool. He would, he was pr- he would print rocket parts. You'd that's watch it cool. like cut through the metal and stuff. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, and then he'd be like, "Look, I made rocket parts." And we're like, "Just in the other room." Yep.
1: What? Wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Let's see. What we got here. Kiwi two one one three says, "I just watched your interview with David Pakman from a year ago, and I'm curious about how much both of your opinions have evolved since then." That was from longer than a year ago. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Like two or three years ago. Now at this point. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. well uh, someone will someone. I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe we'll have another one in the future. Booker Dewitt catch says Tim, and actually anyone there was a joke by the way. I wonder how many people got it. And actually anyone there, I know this is off topic, but would you mind explaining Gamergate? Maybe just a quick explanation. I have a hard time understanding it. And no, it can't be done. It just you can't. <laughs> yeah, it do can. It, it was uh, no, a bunch you of can't. gamer nope.
4: developers. No, nope. we get got woke.
0: There you go. It's so much. It's it. But that's that's not fair. It's not you. You can't they do it. Do it justice. You yeah. can't because Maybe it's not like about that. Minutes. It's about collusion, corruption, right? They had cronyism. They were paying like uh, uh,
4: companies to write articles for to make positive games. No, 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 no. It's
0: it's more complicated than that. Yep. Advertisers would buy an ad on a website. The website would review their the, the, the company's games, but lie and say they were good games because otherwise they would lose sponsorship. That's only like 0.1% of what was going on. So you can't even get into it. Vanessa Aponte says, Deep State probably told Trump if you even try pardoning Assange, you'll be hanging with JFK. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the I, what I'm hearing is that Republicans in the Senate said, we'll convict you. So you better not pardon Assange. And Trump said, okay.
3: And they're going to convict him anyway. Oh, definitely. Just like that $2,000 $2, scandal that, again, I, Trump promised he was going to give everyone, and then the and then the, all the representatives said, no, 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 we're going to do it a different way. He got screwed that way, Re- we got screwed. What the
0: Republicans it? don't want Trump running again. So the Republicans will be like, I guess we have to convict, and then Trump will not be able to run because they'll have gotten him on an insurrection, which then the 14th Amendment, I, I believe it's Article 3 or whatever, says you cannot run for office or hold office if you've ever... In inside insurrection against the country.
3: Also, I'm looking at the FGC uh, nine uh, part list. There's a lot of metal parts. There's a lot of building. It's not just press, print, and go. Uh, it seems a lot more complicated. But thank you for that informative super chat. Um, it definitely, um, um, yeah, That's made me aware of it. Gunnar Anderson says, "Luckily, I run my a- uh, I run AKs. My
0: 4.5 uh, by 39 millimeter and 7.62 by 39 are readily available and still around 35 cents a round. Kalash life." There's a lot of stuff. You go to the store and they have like, uh, 40 caliber and, uh, what's, what's another, like, they have a uh, 10 millimeter? I was able to of... get some
3: nine millimeter today, which I'm very happy Ooh. about. But it all depends yeah. on the location. Like in New Hampshire, 380 was readily available. Now yeah. here, uh, undisclosed location, m- middle America, it's not as readily yeah. available. So it all depends. And yeah, Kalashnikovs, uh, I love AKs. They're my favorite, even though AR is a little bit more practical and useful.
0: Jacob Brownfield to the rescue. Long arm in pistol cartridge carbine. There you go. Oh. that's simple. Crazy Larry says, I bought a camper for starting off-grid lifestyle before COVID hit. Been prepping with dehydrator vacuum sealer. Ready to work. Will be emailing soon. First super chat. Long time love of the show. Very good. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's fortituderanch.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people should check it out. But we'll, we'll, we'll do another round of, of, of promoting it, too, once we get through some more super chats and start winding down. Justin Edelson says, look at Spain. They didn't allow Catalan to leave. And that's true. They, that was, they definitely, yeah. they went in and the cops, but it wasn't, it, the cops were just beating people. You know, I was there actually when they did that a couple of years ago when they were doing that vote. And the cops were just beating people.
3: The Barcelona police do not play around; they are vicious. I remember well, no, no, covering no, they, them they, as well. They
0: sent in police from Madrid, yeah, because Barcelona the cops were loyal to you know Catalonia. Well,
3: the the repression down there was crazy, and this is the event that led Julian Assange to losing his internet because he actually promoted the independence of Catalan. Oh,
0: Here's, this is interesting. Freedom Thoughts says. Uh, Three percenters sent an email telling people not to go to the Capitol protests, calling for peace and logical action. Then their website was removed. That's what I'm saying about people saying, don't do it. They're going to take you out.
3: Yeah, a lot of people are saying, as I mentioned yesterday, don't go to Washington, D.C. It's a trap. There's going to be some kind of bigger possible action. Just stay away. J.D. Zep says, love
0: the show. Did any of you guys see the video of a strange light floating and flying around the Capitol buildings in D.C. last night? What? No. Uh But I want to. I've been reading about ball lightning. You guys yeah. familiar with that
4: no. phenomenon? Yep. Yep. Apparently, when lightning strikes, it can create a sphere of, they don't know yep. what, light or plasma or something yep. that can contain material and pass through walls. and like, It's a ball of lightning. It's, it can go through. I mean, yep. my friend Jeremy Riss said that it can go through solids like windows, but windows are actually liquid. Glass is a form of liquid. So maybe that's why it can pass through liquid. Oh, but no. It can contain a piece of sand and move it through glass. Whoa. It uh, Who's your film says,
0: what is the Mayan's? Uh the Mayans were dyslexic and the end of the world is twenty twenty one, not twenty twelve.
1: Yeah. <gasps> Could
0: be. Yeah, I've heard that. Not Elfaria says in Fallout the vaults worked as advertised, were the control group. So they were still part of the experiment. Oh there you go. I guess uh yeah, yeah. So the the ones where people got to live normal lives, well that was the control. But who was monitoring the experiments? The Enclave? Huh. I think that was the Enclave, right? I suppose. Maybe. Now we're getting a lot of fallout comments. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel Logan says, Tim, it's extremely disrespectful to talk about mangled bodies around a combat veteran. It's different for us. We couldn't leave when we wanted to, and that could be us the next day.
2: Would you, would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Gunnar yeah. Jones says, hey, Tim, I got fired today from my job because I was watching your videos, and they said I was watching racist videos at work. What? I don't know if I believe that, to be honest, because what, what would the video have been about? We were talking what? about
4: race yesterday. Which, Which is, is technically racist. racist.
0: I mean they think they think everything's racist. Tell them they're racist because this is a minority owned right. company and a minority led show. Correct. So how dare they? Racial. Genius Ginger says a carbine is a rifle that fires a lighter caliber like a 40 Smith Wesson nine millimeter or a five five six two two three, not an SBR. X says cheap metal printer, the IRO three D. We should get one of those. Really? IRO 3D. William Monroy says, For metal, look into lost PLA casting. Cool. Avanov Rao says, Hey, Tim, appreciate the consistent quality content you and your team are putting out. Simply put, are we now living in CCP America? Close to it. Almost. Yeah. I mean, they're running concentration camps and trying to take over Taiwan and Hong Kong, and Hong Kong's falling, so... They have a social
3: credit score, which, of course, many corporations in the United States built for them. People forget China is as powerful as it is, mainly because of the Kissinger Doctrine and American elites that are still propping it up. So,
0: yeah. Elite Machine Works says, Hey, Tim, if you are looking for someone with CNC machines and 3D printers, I'd love to talk. Willing to relocate my CNC shop to small community and contribute, I design and produce 3D printers all in-house. Whoa. Oh, that's really cool. Cool stuff. Publia says, go to Ivan the Troll's Twitter and check out his link in bio. I don't know what that would be. Reese Ward says, if you don't have ammo, you are left with an expensive club. Reminds me of uh, the movie Snatch. You ever, you ever see that? The dude's buying the revolver, and he's like, it's kind of heavy. And he goes, heavy is good. If it doesn't work, you hit them with it. <laughs> and then and then later on he finds out it's a bad gun, it doesn't work. Good stuff. Archangel nine seven eight says, please get on Demolition Ranch. You will learn so much plus the guy rules. Demolition Ranch is awesome. Yeah, I'd love to have him on. That'd be fun. Um those videos are so great. You ever watch we Demolition should We
3: should do a compli- we should do a video with him uh, <laughs> here and it would be it's a, really, really fun. Well, he's yeah, a huge
0: channel. He makes awesome stuff. I yeah, mean, that'd be, that'd I be, that'd be content, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I, I was was I watching? I think I was watching him do a full full auto uh, fifty caliber rifle. We should
2: They've get one of those.
3: That, that's yeah, on but
0: the there's, a, list. there's there's like a lot of thi- a lot you have to do to to be able to not full
3: auto, but just a fifty cal would be really nice. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's necessary.
2: Yeah. We have one at each range.
3: Yeah, it's not asking for too much. Just one. Well, uh, <laughs> they're great for vehicles.
2: I mean, uh, 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 yeah, if you anything have a... up armored, I mean,
3: yep. But are you are you
0: allowed to discuss? I, I guess even on the surface, the kind of uh, defensive capabilities you have—like, do you have things above fifty? Are you no. allowed to say no. no? So fifty is like, mm-hmm. yeah, top tier. Yeah. No, uh, no, no battleships hidden
3: anywhere. <laughs> artillery
0: howitzers or
2: something? No. Cannons? Doesn't Cannons. get that I have a flamethrower
3: that I own legally. Yes, yes. Lasers. lasers? No. Yeah. What about lasers? That short range.
0: I think. Uh, I, I wonder if you guys, uh, uh, you know, directed energy weapons, anything like that. Here's here's what here's what I'm thinking. You know what uh, um, active denial systems are?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you need some of those, huh? Put them up in the perimeter when when it gets bad, and people just walk up and walk right back.
2: All of that takes energy. Yep,
0: yep. I bought some a of that. A lot stuff too. Recently. That's
2: the problem.
0: This is this is this, what people don't understand about you know lasers and directed energy weapons is that the amount of energy conversion to hurt someone with direct energy is a lot more than to push a piece of metal through a tube. Ballistics is incredible.
4: Even in space, ballistics is an incredible weapon because if you puncture the hull of a
0: a ship, I mean, that's it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, lasers have their place. And, um, like, uh, you you watch the, the targeting they do with the infrared lasers on drones. It just tracks perfectly and just takes it out. There's no missing. But when it comes to, like, standard combat, guns are pretty efficient.
2: You don't want to go too high tech. Right. You, you really yeah. don't. Not, I mean, not for the long term sustainability model that really is the only one that'll work. Um, but I,
0: I think you'd be able to get off, um, you know, motion sensor activated active denial system for perimeter defense. That would be pretty low energy because it wouldn't really ever be on, you know, It'd just be there. And then it would flick on and flick off and people would just immediately go the other direction. You
2: know, right? It would. I mean, it's, it would have to have its own power source
0: yeah they'd have to be linked, and they'd have to be some kind of you know yeah source of energy to tap into.
2: Do you guys use ham radios? We do every ranch has ham radio. I was
4: looking at ham
0: radios today. I kind of want to get one no no yeah. have you have you created like um what is it bonded ham internet no that's that's something that's you can create a low uh, i'm there's probably people who are listening who know better than I do, but I was reading about low quality internet you can get using ham bonding frequencies and then actually transmit data. And be able I to heard be that it's
4: illegal to encrypt anything over ham radio right really? now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but that was reading that.
0: Ham's cool. Cool stuff. Radio's great. All right. Let's see what we got here. We got a, we got a couple. Uh, let's do. Uh, okay. I read that one already. Madgal. Madgal Design Co. says, boy, it feels like a countdown. To what? I don't know. I just want to live normally again. It feels like it will never be the same again. Amen. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do it, you think about that?
2: It's not going to be the same. Again. Nope.
0: Yeah, I, heard, I I've seen people saying that D.C. will never go back to normal. Why would why would why would they give up the power? They can they've locked down the whole jurisdiction. Why give it up?
2: We've we've s- trampled over so many precedences. There's there's a lot of things that there's no going back to. Yeah.
0: Donald C. says metal 3D printers use a layer to scan and selectively melt metal powder particles, bonding them together and building a part layer by layer. I've seen that. Have you guys ever seen that? No. That's crazy. Not in first. Yeah, it's like, it reminds me of Mission Impossible when they make those masks and the laser, like, comes down and just makes it. That's cool. I've done it with gel, with, like, um,
4: resin, where it'll use a UV light to harden the resin and it pulls it out of the goo. But I
0: haven't done it with metal yet. Blank says, hey, Tim, look up the story of Nazinsky, infinitely known as Stalin's Cannibal Island. A gulag so bad, it it turns the stomach, uh, it 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 turned the stomach of Soviet elites evil is the real, uh, is real, the horror. So where they put people in a gulag and they start eating each other? That sounds crazy. I'm gonna Well, that what up. else
3: are you going to do if there's no food? I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Choices. Carl Flynn says, have you gotten the chance to watch Run, Hide, Fight? I was kind of skeptical at first, but I have to admit, I was, ve- I, was ple- I was very pleasantly surprised. Very well done. Yeah, the trailer looked really good. Yeah. Gareth, Gareth Green says, Gamergate, SJW indie text game developer, cheats on her boyfriend with gaming journalist, who just so happened to have promoted set designer in articles and Boyfriend's Heartbreak blog goes mega viral. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, AG says, Tim, why did you skip my super chat about Turkey and Azerbaijan ethnically cleansing Armenians from Sok? Have you been paid off by Turk PR firms? <laughs> no, I've actually skipped quite a bit of super chats yeah, because maybe. we can only read so many.
1: I'll vouch for it.
0: Mason Perry says, there are long rifles, short rifles, and carbines. Caliber is not a factor in classification. Interesting. All right. Sane says, as a retired staff sergeant, I want to know how they're vetting the troops in D.C. Are they threat, uh, threatening,
1: threatening them with,
0: threatening them with prison if they don't an- uh, don't swear loyalty to Biden? Mm. No, they're just like you posted about the NRA. So you gotta go. Stupid too. Curtis Mayer says, Tim and Crew, you guys rock. Ian, it's taken me a few months to understand you, but I really enjoy your mind and how you see the world. Thank you, Curtis. You're not alone. All right, let's see. DA says, can you talk about the crypto FRT and what its purpose is? I can't. I don't know what that is. FRT. FART? FRT. Let's find huh. out. FART or FORT? Huh. Or fret? I never heard of it. No. Yeah. Let's see. I can't. How do I pronounce your name? K- uh, Kalid. Oh, gosh. Madigan. Irish name. I am an inventor and use 3D printing to prototype. Would be happy to come give a workshop. That'd be fine. I'm really interested in that metal 3D printing thing with, a, yeah, metal grain and a laser to weld each layer of grain. That's, that's amazing. That's cool stuff. Nicholas Munoz says, any of those great ranches based in California?
2: No, Nevada would be the closest one at this time. Why would you want to be in California is the
3: question. You gotta learn how to <laughs> yeah, say I that. The Pacific, Pacific
2: the beautiful Pacific.
3: The fault lines and communism.
4: The fault yeah. lines are crazy, dude. My whole life was changed when I lived in L.A. Like You can't put anything above your head. Of course, when you're sleeping. And now you can.
0: You know, now that I'm not... Dreaded Moon Pie says, The more I watch this show, the more I crush on Luke.
3: Ooh.
0: (laughs) Secret
2: admirer.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Image JPEG says, Ham op here. I'd like to share any info. 100 watts from IA got me to Russia and New Zealand. You cannot encrypt data on ham frequencies. Interesting. Interesting. Mr. Verdi says, You guys have to be absolutely raking in the super chats. Too bad it's not in Bitcoin. I know. I remember when Bitcoin was at 30, it was like 38 or something. And then people were like, oh, it's too high. And the news came out and said, oh, it's going to tank drops down to 30. And I see, I see people tweeting, I'm going to sell now and then buy back at the bottom. And I'm like, okay, you're making a mistake. And then boom, right back up to 35. Bitcoin's going to go up, 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 man. Charles Baylosian says, my girlfriend thinks I called you out for not loving Armenia. Wasn't me. Well, there you go. J.Q. uh, Nelson Film says, Tim, did you see the Black Lives Matter twerk for MLK video? You can't make this stuff up. It was released by the official BLM organization. It's not the first time they've done it. They did it in 2014, and I don't care. I don't know. Luke mentioned it. Yeah. I,
3: was- I was like, they're spending their $10.6 billion on efforts to shake their donks in celebration. And, and what if— it it's, was- just, it's just weird. It's just, it's I just, don't think so. It's just not the way to kind of memorialize a religious pastor. I disagree. Um, well, I think he would disagree. I think he would be kind of disappointed by that, especially, you know, I the, think, the person I th- he was.
0: I think— if somebody likes dancing a specific way and you don't like the way hey, they dance... go all
3: about it. I'm all for personal freedom. I don't think it's weird. It, for me, it was just a little, you know, kind of distasteful, in my Toceless, opinion. Yeah.
0: But that's because you view twerking negatively.
3: Do, you, do you, Are you a twerker? Are you a secret no. twerker that I don't know anything I just about? Think,
0: I just think there are people that do things that I probably don't care for, but I respect people's rights to live and celebrate and do the things they want to do on their own. Tim Pool, twerker enthusiast. What if, they were, what if they were, what if they were polka dancing? What if they were like polka dancing or square dancing or something? Still, it's just kind of weird to if they were implement that into, 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 into
3: politics. Again, I'm, I'm with you with the personal freedom stuff. To me, it's just a little distasteful culturally.
0: Here we go. Spidge Bandersnatch says, Tim, for an anti-war guy, you sure do like high-tech weapons. Yes. You see, what happens if you have an active denial system surrounding your property? There's no conflict. There's no war. People leave you alone. That simple. I'm all for, you know, look, if 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 the beaches of California were stormed by an enemy invader, I'd be like, you know, what what, what do you need me to do? Like, I'm I'm here. People, are, I'll fight. Defensively, if you're like, we're going to send people to Syria to remove their dictators talking about the pipeline, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I don't know about all that. Um, there, there are other reasons, of course, but, uh, look, if you have really great weapons, you can stop all of it and just, it's over. It's done. There's no war. All right. Let's just read one, one more super chat. Purple says my, I am a gorilla shirt has arrived today and it's actually very comfortable oh and the design isn't super tacky." Oh, want me to tweet it to you? Um, well, I don't tweet it at me cause I just never even clicked. The res- I, I, I don't function on Twitter. You know what I mean? But you can tweet it at, at sour patch lids. Correct. And if you would like to get your own, I am a gorilla t-shirt, go to timcast.com, click shop, and it is there, and it's actually the most sold shirt we've ever put together, and it's ridiculous. I'm like looking at the numbers. I think we sold over 800 so far. 800 I am a gorilla shirts.
3: Look at Luke with his "I'm Joe Biden" and I forgot this my, message. My shirt here. sales went down seventy five percent. You son of a gun! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah, went I'm like, down? Yeah, yeah, they went down a lot, it's but that's gorilla. okay. What, I still, I still appreciate all the support, and um, you know, I gotta eat too, so. No, Luke's got these fancy political messages. I'm just
0: selling shirts that's got a cartoon gorilla on it.
3: <laughs> people should realize that, hey, I think we need to be more representative of our, our ideas. I think too many people are are shy about their stances. What better stance can you have than, than wearing this shirt in public to represent your, your kind of larger discontent with a president who's not really there? You know? Yes, <laughs> you could do like this stance. I Ladies it, and gentlemen, it's a physical
0: stance. <laughs> smash the like button because many people haven't smashed the like Come button. On, Subscribe, share the video if you really do like it, sharing this podcast. Leave us a good review on iTunes. If you have not checked us out on iTunes or Spotify, do so and follow us however that works. And uh, it's greatly appreciated. But also go to TimCast.com, become a member because that is the shield in the event we get totally nuked off the Internet. Let me tell you something. We have millions of subscribers, or I I should say, you know, my channels have millions of subscribers. I've got millions of followers, you know, everybody here combined, we have a decent amount, but if we had only 10,000 people out of the millions that were members, we'd never have to worry about censorship again. And we'd actually, that's not even 1%, dude. It's like
4: less than 1%.
0: Seriously, 10,000 people as members, and then we can expand, we can hire people, we can grow more, and we wouldn't have to worry about censorship. Isn't that crazy? That of out of the millions of people who watch, only ten thousand are getting a to create lot that barrier. about expanding the company.
4: There a lot of people have been hitting me up wanting That's to happened. work for us. Well, we got to get to that yeah. point for this company. We got to get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it often. But line, it it, it
0: requires a lot of strategy and planning and and right and the organization. Planning. If
4: we can build the structure, then we have to find the people. The people are. I know a lot of people are willing in
0: that. It's not about finance, it's just about the you structure. Know, like, what would they be doing? Where would we be? There are podcasts way smaller than this one that have thirty to fifty thousand people giving ten bucks a month, and it, blew, it blows my mind. Like, there's these, these people with these smaller podcasts, and no disrespect, because they only have like fifty thousand subscribers, but because they're paying subscribers, they're super rich. I wonder why they don't expand their operations. Probably because they're rich and happy. And, but I want to do more. Like, I want to I want to get journalists working. I want to get more content, gaming. You know, fun, exciting stuff. So, you know, TimCast.com, become a member. But, uh, um, Steve. Yes. Fortitude Ranch. You want to give a shout out? Mention anything people should know?
2: Um, Well, we, uh, spots are limited. We're constantly expanding. So, um, as tension rises and problems get more difficult, we we can't always uh, say that there will be one available. Um, So, if somebody has a mind to do it, it would be a good time to do it. We, uh, to become a member? Yes, to become a member. Uh, we also have Fortitude Tokens, which actually puts... Cryptocurrency? Yes. Wow. <clears throat> wow, the, really? Dr. Miller actually is a consultant for uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency. Now, this is oh, great. Wow.
4: We should have went deep on this. <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Oh. So like, is it the currency you use in the, in, in the, at the campsites? Or what? No, no,
2: it's not about that. It's for people to reserve a spot for oh, a membership. Wow. Cash isn't king when... There is, yeah. you know, when things happen. Hyperinflation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Is it um a security?
4: Are you familiar with the, or is it a non-fungible token?
2: Uh, so, well, it's tradable. I mean, it's, it's you know, you, you can purchase and they can be traded. Where can they buy it? It's been gone. yeah, that I can't tell you because he handles it. It's not so, on, so, under my.
0: So like someone could trade me the token I could use for membership?
2: Yes. Well, you can buy, I mean, you can buy tokens and it holds it. What happens? What it does is it locks down the price and oh, it secures a place in line. So once everybody keeps piling in, <clears throat> excuse me, if somebody comes next week, but you want to pull the trigger, then you get to pull the trigger. They don't.
4: Cool. cool you're also saying you're looking for investors right
2: yeah well to quickly expand it, it takes about a million dollars if if you were to come out and visit west virginia you'd see a million dollars sitting in there eight inches of reinforced concrete uh steel and three foot of earth Woo! isn't easy to do and so talking it, about my
3: romance language here right
2: <laughs> well so in order to expand we'd like to you know give the ability the affordability for folks not to travel so far and open up to different markets but it will take investors to do that because um, you know we use the funds for membership to uh, maintain and expand the current ranches they can cool. uh, come
4: and contact you through the website through
2: manager at com. they can actually be a uh, get part of the business I mean it's uh, and then they become a, a member right yeah and they also become a member cool Luke I hear that you have t-shirts oh yeah yeah
3: Um <laughs> I'm going to stop being ridiculous with it. I release videos on We Are Change. I have a separate independent media organization. Everything about it and how you could be involved, whether shirts or other stuff that I do, is it's all on wearechange.org forward slash donate. But also give a double follow to at Sour Patch Lidge. I feel sorry and bad because I was so excited. I totally forgot to do introductions. (laughs) So give a double follow to uh, lydia there oh,
1: thank you thank you i appreciate that my at is sour patch lids l y d s on twitter and real sour patch lids now on gab and instagram which i changed to reflect my gap and then That's Ian, nice.
4: i don't have any products to sell i'm here to sustainably grow this organization and help thrive which we are on the path to thriving but you can follow me online at ian crossland hit me up on twitter i like to talk about signs and stuff so right selfless on. yeah
0: and don't forget you can follow me on twitter instagram and mines at Timcast. check out my other youtube channels youtube.com slash tim youtube.com slash Timcast news we're live monday through friday at 8 p.m so we will be back tomorrow and tomorrow i imagine is probably going to be weird i don't know if it'll be crazy but weird maybe just because there's not going to be any people there so uh who, who, who's coming tonight? It's Jack. Jack Murphy. Mm-hmm. We normally don't announce guests, but Jack is a regular. You know, So so he's he's always here. This is going to be a great conversation. We'll see how things play out. So make sure you come back, hang out, and don't forget, go to timcast.com. Become members. Help, help us create this base so that mm-hmm. we can expand and do more. And uh, we're going to expand either way. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just concerned about what happens if we get banned. Is it over? Not if we get a core base of members. Then we can continue... Uh, Up until the internet explodes, I guess. So thanks for hanging out, everybody. And Steve, thanks again for for coming and joining us and talking about Fortitude Ranch. My pleasure. I'm going to be uh, looking into this. And for everybody else, we will see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m.